When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products, alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Whether it's homecoming or brunch with the girls, add an exclamation point to the menu with Ghetto Gastro's Waffle Mix and Syrup and Slutty Vegan's Tasty Dips. Even better, make it a party with fun games like Lyrically Correct and Culture Karaoke. Discover more ways to tap in with Black-owned or founded products for your next social gathering. And oh, by the way, did you know Target is bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge, a creative competition pairing HBCU students with Target mentors. Keep an eye out for Target scholars as well. A scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Target is also sponsoring season two of Illuminating Intersectionality, hosted by yes. yours truly, A. Yes. Yes. Give it up. Yours truly, A. Fran A., as well as my sisters, Dr. Takia Robinson yes. and Chef, Chef right. Jade of All Jades of the Getting Grown podcast and Jade NXT. Right. This season, we are still illuminating intersectionality, of course, but he is going to. Okay, he is going to be giving some uh, framework and some insight into the incredible work that women have done helping develop HBCUs who tend to be the unsung Mm. heroes of history. Right. I'm going to tap in with a conversation on black Americans at HBCUs and the social distance between them and foreign born black students. Why is there? Why? Okay. Why is there a distance and what can we do about it? And then chef Jade, of course, is going to bless us with a conversation about food and culture. What happens when you go to a college and they are not serving food you can eat? How does that affect your work, your ability to focus and your ability to ground in community? We get into some really incredible conversations and thank you to Target for sponsoring season two and giving us the opportunity to keep these conversations going. October 16th will be the first episode dropping. So stay tuned. Thank you to Target. Yes. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The search. I'm show. in the zone. No! We got a new sound bite, y'all. We got a new sound bite, y'all. I told you, you know, we always need a new way to express the things that we need to express around here at the Friend Zone. And this week, we needed to have some sort of way to communicate uh, with the proper amount of fervor, okay, that we were at peace 
lacking certain information, okay? I was actually happy to be ignorant to certain shit and to not know. In fact, I yell at certain people when they force information down our throat. Hey, I didn't know! I didn't know! I didn't know! I didn't know. And you know who we yelling at to this week? Wet bread, wet dog, smelling ass Julia Fox. Yeah, that's right. Oh, y'all y'all know Julia Fox. That's She's right. Back on the no, scene. Uh, now you see, see the reaction. No, see the reaction. No, thank you. One band, one sound. Because I had the exact <laughs> same visceral reaction when I saw this next headline. Now, according to why don't we let sleeping foxes lie or or die? You know, I, I have a fox fur coat. You know, I, ain't wanna... I love fox <laughs> Look, fur. Scan well, it. She might be reincarnated. No. We got to deal with this again. No, just don't bite me because <laughs> you know she got rabies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Here's the headline according to the neighborhood talk. Julia fucking Fox, I added the expletive, says she felt like a show monkey during her short-lived relationship with Kanye West. Claims he would stage their appearances with paparazzi. Quote, I feel like he's using me in some weird twisted game. It makes me feel dirty. Now, we all seen that house tour she did. Right. With all that clutter and hoarding shit up on in the narrow ass cramped, <laughs> twisted winding road hallway set apartment with all that <laughs> shit stacked up in the bathroom and shit everywhere. And, you know, she has a child. So I mm-hmm. just want to know how him want to take a picture. And I'm by no means defending Kanye West because he was with her ass in the first damn place. So <laughs> shoo fly. But the thing about it is <laughs> him want to take a picture shouldn't make you feel dirty that apartment. Should make you feel dirty, okay? <laughs> Your cuticles and fingernails. I didn't told you she's a palm sniffing asshole. You, 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 I told her oh, she's God. one of them <laughs> and rub the end of her palm up against the bottom of her nose and her nostrils. Raw nose, the red nose reindeer, okay? That's what so she specific. is. And I cannot believe we're being forced. Now, what are we supposed to do with this? The fact that she felt like a show monkey. Where did this come from? Like, did she? Was she She's out, just and out into the void? Her? Out into the void, friend. Out into the void. Maybe they asked it because I saw some chatter on Twitter about it's, his his wife now mm-hmm. and how they feel like. I don't know if it's true. Who's wife people, now? Kanye's. I don't know if I it's feel like true because um, you know Twitter be saying anything, but mm-hmm. I saw a conversation about him telling her which. Who would like? How would anyone know what he told her? But anyway, well, that he they... told her to just shut up, not say a word, and wear what he says, <laughs> or not wear what he says because wasn't they barefoot? <laughs> no, she's been wearing like foot like leotards, foot shoes, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like <laughs> they had on like foot shoes, the toe shoes. It was like socks, and then he was just yeah, barefoot. I feel like that's his new his new wave. Bear those, claw like, ass feet. Shoes. Well, the point is, apparently, friend, to answer your original question, this was in her mm-hmm. damn book. Oh, um, whatever she has that a book is, she's promoting. Gotcha. So, wow. um, you know, that's what's going on with that. But as, again. We were at yep, peace. We were mm-hmm. definitely at peace without that inf- without that information. And so, as soon as I seen it, I slammed my computer shut and said, <laughs> <laughs> "Okay." And it's I don't. The first one. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to know, Julia Fox. <laughs> With that being said, and most importantly, understood by your. Uh, <laughs> 
reddened cuticle having ass. Welcome no. to the friend zone. Your weekly look into wow. all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental the hell away from Julia Fox. Because <laughs> uh, who in the hell wants that kind of musty brain? Hey, Asante. Hey, friend. How you doing? How you doing? You doing well? How you doing, Asante? How's your weekend? Weekend was great. Um, I got drunk. Yes. And it was great. Off what? Um, oh, Uncle Nearest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that is that is some real, real good stuff mm-hmm. right there. Sure is. I, I seen that 50 proof and I felt like it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Damn. <laughs> with open arms and open legs mm-hmm. and an open. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just a. <laughs> It was a great time. But uh, yeah, I had a great weekend. Hung out with some people, exchanged some information, listened to some music. Uh, what kind of know, information? DNA? Great... <laughs> no. That's the DNA. best kind of information. Cellular. A- NDAs. <laughs> Call me on my cell. No. You learn. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you watch uh did y'all watch uh, Real Housewives in New York? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm I'm well, an episode behind. Right. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, okay, I didn't watch this then. week. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it right, comes never... out on Mondays. Or I'm tripping. Uh, it comes on Sundays on Peacock. Oh, it comes I'm out the next Peacock day. schedule. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you you uh, watching that commercial free. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> See, I got it on YouTube TV, Same. and sometimes I'll watch it right after it airs, or like when it's like a few like thirty minutes in, so I can be fast forwarding through commercial breaks. And just be like, oh, like right towards the end and still finish right on time. Sometimes I'm ridiculous, but uh, I don't want to spoil it no more. But yeah, I had a great weekend. How about you, friend? How was your weekend? It was good. I was back in New York, um, which, oh my, right? <laughs> shout out to me saying I was done traveling for the year. Mm-hmm. And then look at me. And God sister, said, ha ha. Sisterhood <laughs> and a traveling friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was um I moderated a conversation at Culture Con with mm-hmm. the rap shit team. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rap Shit yes. on Mac. Shout out to Shout out to Issa, Issa Ray. Baby. <laughs> Issa, no. Why would that lady mispronounce her name that way? You know, I'm not you trying to give her too funny? much. You know, it's funny. So I missed that. That mm-hmm. panel was earlier in the morning and mm-hmm. I didn't get to Culture Con until like around two because mm-hmm. my panel was like at 3.30. So when I came in, there were two names on the the list of women I was interviewing mm-hmm. that I was unsure. Mm-hmm. It was like the spelling was T-A-N-J-A. Mm-hmm. I was like, that could be Tanya. That could be Tanja Mm -hmm. that like you know we don't and then Linarian Mm -hmm. but the way it was spelled I was like is it Linarian is Mm -hmm. it Linarian so I literally went and found these women before I went to sit on that stage literally looked for them and the Max team was cracking up and they were like you are a consummate professional and I could tell it was an inside joke that I had missed and then when I saw what had gone down in the earlier panel mm, mm, mm. it made sense why everyone was cracking up that I was making it a point to go around and See? write like I was writing notes on my cue cards of like the proper way to, to say their names because I'm like if you're interviewing someone that's the least you could do to show them respect it's for their literally work the your least job. you could do literally yeah. and she had one person she was interviewing I had four yeah. <laughs> One person with a, with a very, first of, first of all, one very notable person whose that name part. I'm sure she's heard a million times before. Also, a person with a very unique name that mm-hmm. that you pay attention to when you hear it and when you see right. it. You know, right. you're naturally drawn to it because of the uniqueness. So 
that being said, I was quite surprised that someone had fumbled Issa Rae's name yeah. live on stage in an and interview. And Issa played it cool. She, she yeah, was she's so it rich was the audience, and beautiful. Really. She don't give a damn. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? The audience didn't let that slide at all, which had me rolling. But let me shout out the audience, too. Obviously, mm-hmm. there were a lot of our listeners there. They were so funny. <laughs> Soon as I came out on the stage... You know, obviously it's a combination of our listeners and then my Manuka honeys mm-hmm. from my YouTube days. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. So to seeing your faces, because I know I don't pop out as much these days. Um, <laughs> and I hadn't promoted that I was going to be there. So it was kind of like a surprise. And That's then right. I popped out and everyone was just so sweet and loving and happy. And the conversation was great. Shout out to... Um, Sarita, who is the showrunner of Rap Shit, mm-hmm. and Jax, who is the executive producer, and Lenarian, who's the editor, and Tanja, who is the uh, costume designer. So wow. I was so honored, right? Like, yeah. first of all, how bomb that they have a team of all black Hell women yeah. running a TV show. Like, that's, I can only imagine how that feels on set. It's just got to be a completely elevated experience. Absolutely. Um, and then it was nice to just gain their insight, you know, the trajectory of their careers and how they got to where they are. They gave a lot of gems. They're beautiful, too. All of them. It was such a beautiful stage. It I was. was. Like, Wasn't it? It was just a beautiful stage. Like, beautiful women. They screamed for you when you entered the stage. Wasn't that so and sweet? And you came out last because <laughs> of the way that the stage was set up. The moderator came out last. And right. so when you did come out, there was literally a noticeable elevation of the or the volume <laughs> level right like people literally started screaming I think it was a shock too like what you doing <laughs> you look so cute your outfit <laughs> was so you. so 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 cute you were showing Thank a little skin you. <laughs> you know your hair was gorgeous I love the glasses you had on and it really Thank you. it was a it communicated a message like a cool I'm not wearing makeup that's what I was communicating it was effortlessly dope it was effortless (laughs) it was effortlessly dope but it was still so detail oriented and like the patchwork design of the pants and shit and the jacket and the shoe it just was the details really were and if you really really got a chance if you were lucky enough to get close physically to you you can see the detail on the side of them glasses the gold detail with the gold jewelry (laughs) I put it I peeped it all and it was really really effective because you did your damn thing you were so thank good on you. that stage friend. That. so and good thank you yeah. it felt good i like y'all know people have been asking us when we're going back on tour mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm always like Err. that day but i will say right that day i will say it felt nice to be on a stage and just have that energy again because it has been a long time mm-hmm. but shout out to max mm-hmm. Shout out to all those incredible women developing rap shit. Definitely check out season two. It comes out November 9th. We actually played a clip to an exclusive yep. at CultureCon. Yes. Shout out to CultureCon for having me there. And all the incredible creatives that were there too. I got to see Sham Booty, mm-hmm. which was really yeah. fun. We haven't seen each other in years. I know. You just missed her too. She literally walked out. Um, so yeah, that was my weekend. Dustin was there too, which was so trippy that we bumped into each, like, oh hey. <laughs> it's like what's Y'all up? I could have said something in the group text. Right? I don't like that. I was looking I for was you. like, oh brother, that was so crazy. And and Dustin, you two looked very cool. Thank Actually, you, I feel like you pivoted 
and gave a completely yeah. unexpected look yeah. for you with the like looser pants and the chunky boots. Like yeah. it was super cool. But I'll let you talk about your weekend. Just thank you to everyone <laughs> that was a part of bring me bringing me back That's to New right. York for the weekend. And then I literally dipped right out like as soon a boss. as my job was done. And now the Dustin perspective. Fran was right. on some boss shit, y'all, per usual. <laughs> um, listen, I'm so grateful. You know that moderating and hosting um, is your thing. That's my sweet spot. It, it makes me happy, um, especially on the live stage like that. It was shout out to CultureCon and the incredible talents um, that put it together because the crowd was literally humongous. It was a huge, I don't even, if you put a number on it, I can't even put a number on it, friend. Can you? Like it was just, it and was, it was a multiple lot of buildings too, which I didn't even peep till I oh, wow. left. That I was like, oh, we were just in one building. Words. Okay, it was like three or four, and a tent stage outside. Yes. Oh, nice. And Damn. the weather sucked, so it was Rain. interesting that people still popped out. Yeah. Consistent. It rained all day Saturday, so it was good all to day, see yeah. so many people came out in droves like that to support. Mm-hmm. So a huge thank you to CultureCon, specifically um, Eric Jones and Montez Flinnery. Um, I had a great, great experience there moderating the panel um, discussion about the business of music. It was called From Pen to Paper, the business of mm. music. Um, the panel was Lola Brooke, you know, the incredible um, artist. Hey, Lola, she was so, so sweet, uh, <laughs> such a kind spirit. I told her her song So Disrespectful is my shit. You know what I'm saying? That was great. She was really personable <laughs> on the stage, too. Um, shout out to Bobby Carter, the senior producer at Tiny Desk. Friend, that's your NPR family. Um, okay. <laughs> it was it was so great to be able to talk to him about the shift in programming at Tiny Desk and how he was able to introduce this NPR programming to huge audiences because of the the programming decisions that they were making um, and how they opened up Tiny Desk. That. Absolutely. Cool that? Um, who had been with NPR for so many a long career with NPR Roots Planet. You hear me? So shout out to him. And also Chris Riddick Tynes, um, who was who is an incredible songwriter and producer. He produced the music for SZA Snooze, which is currently number hey. two on the fucking high 100. Um, uh, but he is currently the co-head of Urban and VP A&R at Arista Records. Um, so he's oh, wow. pivoted completely into the executive space. He works closely with Lola Brooke. Um, and he had on one of the dopest cardigans I've ever seen. <laughs> I told him like, yo, that cardigan is fire. And he complimented <laughs> me on my shit too. You know what I'm saying? He was cool. <laughs> like we just had great, incredible energy. Everybody was so well accomplished on my panel and it made for a great discussion on stage. Uh, so shout out to all the creatives that were there. Shout out to my boy, Josh J who was DJing and had the crowd so hey. lit. Um, yeah, shout out to Kyle Price who also moderated a panel on Sunday. Hey. Uh, Scotty I Bean. saw Kyle, but it, but he was in the he had a scarf over his head, right? Okay, um, I didn't see him Saturday. Saturday. I saw, yeah, I didn't but see he him. was so far, and I didn't want to be like yelling, you know, uh-huh. across the damn room. But I was like, maybe if he comes this way, I was we yelling. Completely missed each other. <laughs> I was. I yelled when I shout out to Jerry Johnson. I want to yell. Um, my homegirl Jerry Johnson, incredible actor. She was there. Shout out to Gia Peppers and her new show. Gia, yeah. I, saw, I did see Gia. I we love got you, to Gia. Talk, uh, chop it up a little so bit. So sweet. Um, there were so many people. We could go down the list, right? Because there was so much mm-hmm. talent there. And it just felt good to be a part of that, that experience. So I'm really, really grateful. Um, to have been there and shout out shout to Off White. Shout out to the growth of Culture Con too. Yeah. He said shout out to Off White. Yeah. 
because I loved my outfit. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cute. Thank you, friend. CultureCon has grown exponentially. And last year I was there as a spectator. Um, fortunately, I was up there this in the VIP. This is my first time going. Yeah. Like, period. I've never been before. I was blown away last year when I saw the magnitude of the stage and the activation space. Shout out to my boy, um, Khalid. Uh, but I saw one of the producers of the activation space. But I saw... Uh, his team actually was responsible for that. But I saw once I saw that last year, I was like, yo, this is incredible. And then by the grace of God, I was, you know, requested to mm-hmm. moderate that panel. So I'm grateful for the experience Amen. under my belt. The difference a year makes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Shout and out to Mark C, the photographer. Yeah. He's so fun. An incredible I, talent. I don't like I don't I when people say, oh, you know, we need you in the portrait room to take pictures. I will find a way to dodge it because I just climb. always feel so awkward. And I tried to get out of it so bad. Like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go say hi to someone. And then she rode back like, hey, the portrait studio. <laughs> but he made it so fun. He's really funny. And yes. was like, I think he could sense that I did not want to be there. So he was just cracking jokes to make me laugh. And we actually, you know, ended up getting really cute pictures. But so Shout dope. out to him. Friend, <laughs> when I walked you. in, I walked in the portrait room. I didn't even realize that the portrait room was an obligation. So I had actually left. I was outside. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I had a signal at that point. And Montez, one of the producers, called me like, hey, was like, did you come do the back portrait up. room? I was like, I yeah. think so. But when I went in, I told him, I was like, I want to do some jail shit. And just got in the pose. And Your literally he started flashing. So Thank you. <laughs> He flashed. He's like, yo, you done, man. We like, I was in and out and literally 10 seconds, they were cracking up him and all the team back there. Perfect shot too. Thank you. Perfect shot. Perfect day. Perfect day. Perfect event. Shout out to CultureCon. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next year on that same stage. How about that? (laughs) And with that being said, we actually have a black, well, I don't know if you guys have any announcements or anything that you need people to know. There is a dog barking like hell, and, I, and it's so. It. I, I know y'all can't hear it. I mean, y'all can't. Thank God. I hope. Is it in your building, like, like in the hallway? It's it's like three photos down. Oof. Like it's like. That just gave me PTSD. Oh, I told y'all my upstairs neighbor damn. had two Rottweilers in her apartment. Damn. And even though Yo. she was very gangster for that, because I loved watching her walk down the street with her two big ass Rottweilers, it was very inspiring. But I could not understand how they lived with her in that house. Something must have happened where she was like, you know what? If a motherfucker come in here, on <laughs> okay, because they were scary. Anytime she get in the elevator, I'd be like, ooh, you got it. <laughs> You good? I'll yeah, wait till sure the next buzzer. Matter of fact, y'all got it. You were they girl dogs? You and them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got it. <laughs> but do y'all it's, have? Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's so bad. I'm literally like messaging the people down uh, the front desk downstairs to be Snitches like, "Can stitches. y'all call one of these apartments?" Like, nah, I that's just loud. Need to, yeah, like it's 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 like it's been go- the whole time we was doing all that. It was going. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but I'm sorry, y'all. We can continue. Meanwhile, now. my screen door is open, so I can hear the. Oh, I don't and like it that. Sounds look, like it's October my porch too, is friend. haunted. I know. I looked over like, mm-hmm. what's happening out there? But we're good. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, y'all. This segment is brought to you by Target and Black Beyond Measure. It's that time of year once again to bring the HBCU energy. And Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. And of course, Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality featuring my girls Jay, Takia, and Fran. Let's jump into the Black business that Dustin has for us this week. That's right. And this one is from Michigan. This one's for you, Mitten State. Uh oh. Shout out to Neighborhood Grocery. This is mm-hmm. Neighborhood Grocery is founded by a gentleman named Raphael Wright, um, born and raised on the east side of Detroit. Black man named Raphael Wright, born and Come raised on. on the east side of Detroit. And Neighborhood Grocery is a Detroit equity crowdfunded grocery store concept. OK, and it's opening its first store on the east side of the city. So for as little as 50 so bucks. Cool. Yeah. Michigan residents can become founding investors in neighborhood grocery and they will share company profits, receive product discounts and voting wow. power on some operational matters. So and also uh, the website hey. says that most of all investors are helping fund advanced and inclusive developments that represent its community. So uh, you can visit neighborhood grocerycom um, or check out their Instagram account, which is Neighborhood Grocery, to find more information and find out how you can be a part of this. So shout out to that brother in Detroit for doing this um, incredible concept. They also have an urban garden, too. So uh, you can visit, like I said, Neighborhood Grocery, neighborhood-grocery.com or Neighborhood Grocery on Instagram for more information. And that's for Detroit, baby. Shout out that's to super grocery. cool. Right? That's, that's always dope. been one of my dreams to have like an affordable market. Yeah. That's like really good produce, you know, yes. straight from the farm. But mm-hmm. the thought of working in the food industry seems very overwhelming because it's yeah. just so much like to mm-hmm. deal with. So I don't know. But that has always been on my bucket list. So that's fly that they they got that concept out there. I think so, too. Congratulations to y'all. Let's jump into the recap segment. Last week's episode titled Been Here Before, (laughs) we discussed, we kicked off spooky season and we talked reincarnation, a little on near near death experiences and children talking to their parents about past lives. I love when we get in that bag because Mm -hmm. the audience joins us and that's always fun <laughs> yes, <laughs> a lot they of do. you had a lot to say who stood out to you Asante <laughs> well it's funny that you say that um <laughs> I was in the SoundCloud streets oh and Tanya's comment was okay so don't fucking laugh LMAO <laughs> what she wrote so I felt like at that point I'm obligated okay. to laugh or allowed to <laughs> anyway I was in a horrible relationship that was both emotionally and physically abusive. That part is not funny. After one of the fights, he told me he wished I was dead. Jesus. Months later, I confronted him about saying some messed up shit like that. And this motherfucker said it was because he said he believes in reincarnation and knew I would come back. (laughs) The definition of gaslighting. And for that very reason, I can never take any reincarnation talk seriously. LMAO. That's why funny too, too, because it's like we had a whole conversation around. She's probably like, "Ah, oh, no!" Like <laughs> he also very clearly pulled that out his ass because he Absolutely. knew what he said and he yes, meant Tanya. what he said. <laughs> and you are better without him. What about you, friend? What did you find out there in them streets? Um. Okay, so I actually have 
two com- I have three comments. Um, first one is from Sherry C23 in the gated community. She said, my dad passed away when I was about 12. Hmm. I missed a lot of milestones with him, and I would always wonder if he was proud of me. In my early 20s, I moved states, got my first apartment, got myself back in school, and had a dream he was a patron in a restaurant I was hosting at event at. In the dream, we were supposed to be strangers, but my subconscious definitely knew it was him. And he taps me on the shoulder and says, ma'am, I just want you to know I'm so proud of you. And that was confirmation for me. Oh, my goodness. Y'all were sharing a lot of messages like this. And it just let me know that I'm not crazy. You're not. And even though I saw like two that was obvious lies, I did see a lot of people (laughs) that was telling the truth. You could tell by the way it was written. Dustin, you know what? It was only two. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. (laughs) Now, Ariel Levy said, I believe wholeheartedly in spirits, energy continuing, all that. I'm an only child and my mom passed in July of 2020. Her burial plot number is 222. And without fail, I see that number in signs daily. The several months after her passing, my mom often came to me. I felt hugs from her and she came to me in dreams to sit down and console me. And she even gives me advice on tying up loose ends. The dreams were beyond vivid and I even would feel myself crying although I was sleeping. Mm. I've even gone to a medium and she corroborated these dreams without me prompting a thing. I can understand why some people find this unnerving, but it brings some comfort to know that our loved ones are watching over us. You guys, I, I love when y'all get kooky with me. <laughs> I hope you and still then, can't see the stuff I ain't want you to see, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just be watching me jacking off and shit. You know what I'm saying? I like, feel like they see it, but it, it's like a different vibe. In that, at that point, they probably just be laughing at us. Like, look at this. I hope God be like, cover your <laughs> eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think in that dimension is just all all in fun. And then the last one is from Jelly, who says, I have a similar red light eye mask that I use for my stress headaches. It literally takes 20 minutes and the pain is gone. It amazes me every time. Of course, I had to hit Jelly to be like product name. (laughs) (laughs) And they said the DPL LED pain relief eye mask. Um, so if you're interested, check that out. I'll, I'll look into it, too. I did laugh because y'all know there's been like the rise of, is it Timu? Tamu? Yeah. Timu? Th- th- that like, well, I don't even know what it is. But it's yeah, like AliExpress. Basically, yeah. it's like the cheaper version of Amazon where you can Mm-mm. find absolutely anything and everything. But it'll be like for like 10 cents. Like, it's crazy. Obviously, people real? are dying <laughs> to make these products. It is real. It's absolutely real. And um, and I have heard XD on Jaden XD talking about how he fell in the rabbit hole of Timu and been ordering <laughs> stuff. He also feels that it's a government he conspiracy. Would. Oh my god! <laughs> but I screamed because one of our listeners tweeted <laughs> us and said that they got an LED mask from Timu and their face might fall off, but they wanted to let oh, people know. No. <laughs> Please do not put. A red light mask that you got from Timu on your face. I just, you know, I can't um, co-sign that purchase personally. Yeah, because that that motherfucker might, <laughs> yeah. might be a toaster, Mm-mm. a bug zapper. <laughs> Could be any damn thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, especially with this bed bug conversation that's been taken over the internet Ooh, that has had me yo. on 
I don't even want to. On I've been I've been itching every day. Like, just thinking about the amount of people that are at the airport coming from Paris and just Europe in general, and then you're sitting with them. I hope they're getting oh. sprayed down. I, I don't even know what the <laughs> protocol is, but out there is like heavy protocol. <laughs> y'all, the images. Did y'all see the one image that went viral on Twitter? And it was like a girl's braids in the in the in the video. Like the li- a black girl? someone, yes, someone was holding to show a bed bug on a train, but there was a girl sitting in front of the seat oh, she I was did filming, see that. I and did. so her you just see her braids, and I just I wanted to die. I didn't realize they were that size, so I thought they were much smaller than that. In my head, I thought I it was something really you small. couldn't really see. Yeah, yeah like they, I thought they it'd be grow. Like, oh. That's how that's how out of control that shit is. They're that big. I don't know if it's a different variation or what. Because years ago, when I first moved to New York, I got fucking bed bugs, and I was pissed because coming from Atlanta, I thought bed bugs were just you know like don't let the bed bugs bite like right, some shit like you don't hear about. <laughs> so when I finally saw. How tiny they were! I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And like, I, like I was like, "This." I just saw one, and I was like, "If I see one and it's this small, I know there's more." So I got to throw all my shit out, and I did. And that I moved. shit is like a mental health crisis. I remember, yeah, and she's been open about big. this, so it's not like I'm saying anything crazy. Sham Booty years ago dealt with an infestation of bed bugs, and she was like documenting it <laughs> on her on her socials. Mm-hmm. You would you could literally see the deterioration of her mental health because it was yeah. so fucking frustrating that every she was you know following all the steps and nothing was working and apparently they have gotten to the point now where they are resbu- like repellent resistant like yeah. even if you call I mean, the even- fumigator it doesn't do it enough to get rid of them and My that to me is, is scary. Crawling. Even the repellent and stuff that they use now or for the ones here, people be acting like they'd be like, well, you know, that stuff don't really, you know, they say bed bugs are really like unkillable. Like you have to like I, someone has to go in and actively kill them, like spraying Each, that shit like, or whatever. One by one. Like, I heard this. Yeah. I saw um, a tweet that went viral of someone saying that when they had it, what helped was a steamer because apparently there's like a. You know, there's a level of heat or degree, I should say, of heat that they can't withstand. And so if you put a steamer on, on all your furniture, like it'll kill them. Now they're going to be heat resistant. <laughs> like I ain't doing that. I'm just, just so know, What about that, friend? What about if you get reincarnated as a bed bug? If you, if you find a bed bug, Could what you going to do, friend? I mean, you must have fucked up. You must have fucked up real bad. <laughs> they said they're following everybody back from Paris. Well, not everyone now, it. obviously, but they're following a lot of people back that were in Paris recently. That's for why I was week. freaking out at the airport. I sat in my seat and was examining everything because I would literally die if I Same. brought a bed bug into this I house. I can't do it. And you, you think they resisted. What kind of bug repellent you you using? Because <laughs> I'm going on the black market. I ain't even going to hold you. And I'm going to get some shit, some industrial government shit <laughs> and some bleach spray. When I have a, it's a fly in my house. And when it's a fly in my house right now, I will get a bottle of Clorox cleanup <gasps> and and p- push it real good, like salt and pepper said, <laughs> right in the face of that, that fire and big ass eyes. That could have been someone you knew, Dustin. And they should know All better. <laughs> they, knew, they would know. It wouldn't have been because they would know not to come to my house <laughs> as a bug. You would know better. I believe that. So, oh Jesus! I, I can't even go back mentally to that space. But when I tell y'all, I literally moved within three days <laughs> of, of discovering those oh, bed bugs because I was. I was renting a room. So it was like, oh, this, like and the woman, bless her heart and her kids. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against her. 
She was an immigrant, so times was hard, and I know things Shout were a little bit different. Peoples. But I had to get the hell up out of there. I was like, oh, hell no. And <laughs> like, it didn't. And so that's the question I have, because bed bugs clearly are mobile. So it didn't follow you to your new place. Like, that's you what I'm were saying. Good? I threw all my st- I, friend. Because I had just moved from Atlanta like months in, I had stuff in storage. So the stuff that I had in that spot, in that I threw, I, I, oh. I literally put that bit, I put them in trash bags. And, and was like, fuck it. That's what Shannon did. She literally had to start I didn't from wash scratch. Nothing. She didn't bring I didn't, nothing I didn't, with her. None of her clothes. Thank the Lord Jesus I had clothes because I, that's, I was like, I can't bring any of this stuff with me. I have no, like, my electronics and stuff, I'm wiping that stuff down, you know, blowing out with the air dust and Ooh. everything, <laughs> wrapping that stuff in, in plastic. That was a crazy few days and I, I still had to go to it. work so I had to call out of work because I'm like y'all not gonna say I brought no bed bugs up in here so like now I have to figure this shit out it was crazy oh. it's crazy oh oh let's pray let's pray let's pray God cover it <sighs> all right back to you back uh, to Dustin, Dustin who is going yep. to tell us what he found in the Twitter street shout week. out to the New York State Attorney General Letitia James um, I done told y'all asses. That's where you need to be following on Twitter to keep up with everything that's going on with this Donald Trump um, and Trump organization trial for engaging in years of financial fraud uh, that's being brought by the state of New York. Um, it's something that we can easily get distracted from with all of the headlines that we are um, inundated with on a daily right, basis. Especially now. Especially now yeah. with the wars. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So... Just remember, Donald Trump's ass, fat ass, okay, is on trial, all right, from the in the New York State for years of financial fraud. He has thoroughly inflated his businesses and received years of fraudulent money, skimming That's off the top. Crazy. Him and the, and them kids, Tambien. So just make sure you're <laughs> keeping up with that. And again, the Twitter handle is New York State AG, which stands for Attorney General uh, Letitia James. It's the official Twitter account of New York Attorney General Letitia James's office. So check that out. Um, also, as far as like tweets and shit this week that I want to tell y'all about, you know, or whatever like that, this one was kind of fun. Shout out to <laughs> at TV underscore Miranda who tweeted, it ends with us, quote unquote, heart Olivia and Fitz forever. And she tagged Kerry Washington and Tony <laughs> Goldwyn in the photo with a picture of an intersection in some neighborhood of Grant Avenue and Pope oh, Avenue. Stop. Grant Avenue and Pope Avenue. Please. It's a real intersection. And I thought it was fun because Kerry Washington actually quoted the tweet and she said, where is this? <laughs> that kind of shit is what makes Twitter fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So cute too. That's great. shout out to them. And uh, that's it. I was going to talk to you oh, as far as like bed bugs are concerned. This was funny. Ooh. Some mm. girl named Silk Vanille, Silk Vanille with an E instead of an A, like vanilla is just vanille. She tweeted waking up in Paris with a picture of her and a comfort and a comforter on a balcony in Paris. Oh, right? that girl has been <laughs> getting it so bad. <laughs> so somebody named at I am Willow Love with an extra E. She tweeted up under that cover getting ate up. <laughs> <laughs> Her girl's been getting it. I know she's, but she left the picture up, so clearly she's fucking with the engagement. I thought that was funny, so that's all I got, Ooh. y'all. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. I'm in the zone.
Once again, this segment was brought to you by Target and Black Beyond Measure. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Or just something to eat because you ain't got the time, right? Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factors, fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Then get back to crushing your goals. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from 34 plus weekly flavor packed, fresh, never frozen meals ready to eat in two minutes. Level up with gourmet plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, Leeks, leeks, veggie leeks, truffle butter and asparagus. Looking for calorie conscious options during the busy season? Try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best as you tackle a busy autumn? Try protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, which I've had and I love. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold pressed juices, shakes and smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. This October, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash friend50 and use code FRIEND50 to get 50% off. That's code FRIEND50 at factormeals.com slash FRIEND50 to get 50% off. As the resident Taurus of the show, you know I'm all about comfort and softness and ease and most importantly, luxury. Now your bedding shouldn't be any different. You should start investing, if you can, into your sleep with Bowl and Branch, who make the sheets that get softer with every wash. They honestly feel like butter. They're breathable on night one. And no matter how many times you wash, they just get better and better over time. Bowl and Branch signature hem sheets are a bestseller for a reason. They come in 10 versatile colors in all sizes from twin up to California King. And the sheets fit the deepest of mattresses and are labeled with top and bottom tags. So making your bed is easier than ever. And best of all, Bowlin Branch offers a 30-night worry-free guarantee with free shipping and returns on all U.S. orders. So sleep better at night with Bowlin Branch sheets. They sent us some. We have been enjoying them. My favorite part is all the colors to choose from. And here on this show, just by listening, you will get 15% off your first order 
using promo code FRIENDZONE at bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com. Promo code FRIENDZONE. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So this week's episode is a Dustin Ross production. We have no idea what we're getting ourselves into. What are we doing today, Dustin? Oh, it's getting dark around here, baby. Okay. (laughs) Cut on a light night, motherfuckers. Because this this ain't really even something that is, it's just a scary topic. And it's something that I was inspired to seek out and find. Now, I don't know if you all have been um, keeping up with this story or not, but there's a very popular young lady on TikTok um, Mm -hmm. and her name is Rayshandra. And she's known for the (laughs) let's check the board ass videos, right? That she makes, okay? For the way you got me fucked up at videos. Absolutely. And (laughs) she is so funny to me. Um, I've For years now, well, maybe about for the past year, I've seen her videos circulating on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, As things happen in pop culture, for those who aren't familiar with with her, she has a unique style of creating these videos where it's as if she is drawing a diagram or a chart on the board, quote unquote, (laughs) um, to teach some sort of lesson about a popular um, news event or current event that's going on. Um, And so recently, now I was unaware that she was um, forthcoming about her personal life. I didn't know anything about her. No, I didn't even know. I thought she just made cute videos. That's what I thought. Mm. But apparently she shares more than that um, online about her personal life. And apparently she was married um, for six years, I believe it was, don't misquote me, to her wife. Her wife's name is LaShonda and she's a pastor who um, goes online and post scriptures and um, she ministers quote unquote to people you know and um, that's what she do and so uh, recently Rayshandra has made several live TikTok videos and Instagram videos um, telling the world um, anyone who's listening and her followers her fans online that she's actually leaving her wife LaShonda the pastor or the minister because she has been engaging in gross fraudulent activities. She has been completely dishonest with Rayshandra over the six years that they've been married um, about their finances. She has literally um, not even been paying their rent to live in the home that they live in. Rayshandra came home to an eviction notice and, and that was kind of the domino that was initially pushed over to knock all the rest of them down where she found out that Allegedly, her wife had not paid any of the bills. She had gotten things in her name. She had borrowed money from friends and lied and said it was gifted, even down to their wedding day. Okay, years ago. So this has been going on for so many years. Um, And Rayshandra, she's funny. I saw a video where she was um, walking out of a home. This was post her announcing that she was leaving her wife. She posted a video clip where she was walking out of her house um, in a black and white printed ensemble that kind of crisscrossed across the front and tight pants. She has a beautiful figured body, you know, and she was walking yes. out um, slow motion, body. getting into a, lim- a black car. <laughs> and there was a, 
a young lady that was masculine presenting who got out the mm-hmm. car and opened the door for her. <laughs> and the music that was playing over the video was that Jasmine Sullivan song. Now, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one where she's saying how niggas gonna make you, you gonna make me be a hoe or something. I didn't want to, and all this other stuff. So she's fully in, I'm getting a divorce mode. She has made videos about the unrealistic expectation of her to be a ride or die the unrealistic Mm -hmm. expectation of her to try to figure this out. And she has been explicitly clear about the fact that she's getting away from this person who deceived her for six fucking years. Okay. Spooky season in a marriage. So now they have to, you know, they have to dissolve their marriage legally. That's an entire process. Mm. Um, There's so many layers and nuances to that experience that can be damaging and detrimental to your financial well-being to your uh reputation in this case uh she's a popular online personality so people are now you know she's getting backlash for what her wife did and the dishonest thing that um her wife has been doing for all this time mind you her wife hasn't said anything as far as up until now she's only been quoting scriptures and <laughs> and and giving sermons where she's speaking into the void about matters related to the Bible as this has gone on. So this has been all over social media, right? I'm sure you guys have seen people talking about it. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. And certain clips too of her talking about mm-hmm. it. Online. Yes, you have. Um, and so this is a big thing. So it got me to thinking about, you know, the catfish experience, right? And, and people just <laughs> pretending to be someone other than who they are in the name of love and relationships and deceiving someone else. So I went down a rabbit hole. Now y'all talking about Timu or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I didn't went down Teramisu, whatever. I didn't went down a rabbit hole of this shit, of catfish, you know, stories where people have deceived others in ways that became more and more extreme. Um, Scary. It's spooky season. So I found oh, a story God. that I mm. was very much so um, shaken up by. And it's related to dating, right? Because again, I'm not sure how LaShondra and her, or excuse me, Ray Chandra and her wife LaShonda met, right? But a lot of people meet online and that's usually the source of these catfish experiences. Um <laughs> Everybody knows what a catfish is, but if for some reason you don't, catfishing is when you are deceived into believing that a person is someone else and then who they actually are in real life online. And usually this is um, in correlation with like a dating app or some kind of uh, intention to gain on behalf of the person who's being deceptive in the first place. So I don't know if you guys have heard anything about um, the case of Brian Heil, Brian Curtis Heil. Does that name ring a bell for you? This happened years ago. No, no sir. Where did what state did this take place? Right. Okay, well, this was back in 2011 that this took place. So this is a couple years, oh, well, yeah. a few years old at this point. Um, but it actually uh, started in Michigan, right? Mm. Uh, it started in Hometown Michigan. Hero. Yeah, and I really uh, was uncomfortable with that because y'all know I'm from Michigan, but it started in a town called Fremont, Michigan. Now, for those people who are familiar with the state of Michigan and the metropolitan areas of Michigan, Fremont ain't one of them. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. I ain't never been to Fremont. I ain't never really heard of Fremont. I had to look up the shit as I was preparing for this discussion today, but it's a small town in Western Michigan. Okay. Close to Kalamazoo. Zoo, 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 zoo. Okay. It's right <laughs> over there um, in the Western side of the state in a lessly populated area. If you're familiar with the state of Michigan, you know, they're big rapids where Ferris State University is. That's over in that area. Ain't really shit up there. You know what I'm saying? It's an mm-hmm. amusement park that nobody goes to called Michigan's Adventure, which is in dire need of upgrades. And I got a word for Cedar Fair, the parent company of that park, but I'll get on that. Y'all know I'm passionate about roller coasters and theme parks. Yes. They're doing Michigan's Adventure wrong. But anyway, that's where this town is or whatever. And Fremont is a small town, but Brian Curtis Heil lived in Fremont, Michigan with his grandmother, his 90-year-old grandmother in a mobile home park in Michigan. Okay. And so while he was in this mobile mobile home park, he was online, you know, um, seeking out people. He saw a young lady that he was attracted to. um, And in a course of a relationship, in the course rather of a relationship that lasted about two years, he began to converse with this young lady. Right. Blonde pictures, you know, pictures with blonde hair in swimsuits, um, voluptuous by not voluptuous, but like, you know, full breasts. You know what I'm saying? Like just, you know, she was sexy photos and he was intrigued by that. Right. Have you all before we even go any further? Have you all ever been catfished? I know we've talked about it on the show a long time ago, but I have. And I stand by that, Asante. Yes, I stand by that. I was catfish. When you first said the word catfish, I knew that that we were going to come right back here. I already knew. Somehow we were going to come here. Shout out to XD because you and XD are probably the only people who know who it was. But I was fucking catfished. I got to that movie theater. I said, oh, hell no. I was looking like that needy gift that's going around. <laughs> okay, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but it's not a good fucking feeling, okay? <laughs> to think you're talking to it's somebody not. that is not. In my case, it it's- was the person, but they had pictures that literally were nothing <gasps> like, like. Oh, no. I mean, the lighting. I know I'm in front of a ring light, but they must have been in a ring of lights. <laughs> Okay, because the lighting was just, it was different. And I know that feeling, I know that that feeling in my stomach. It's a combination of, oh my God, what I'm going to do, and I'm going to kick your ass. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, this happened to him. Now, not only that, he said that he was um, exchanging explicit photos and romantic communications with this woman over the course of two years. So, they were getting it fucking popping. Now, like I said, he was in a mobile home park in the middle of fucking nowhere in Western Michigan. Um, and so he didn't have nothing but nothing but time. You know what I'm saying? This is him. And this is the woman for those who are, who are paying attention on. Okay. The Patreon. Yes. That's Brian Heil to the, on the, you know, that's him and that's her anyway. So he was 29 years old um, when this happened and he was in love with this woman. So he was making plans, you know what I'm saying? To come see her and figure out how they were going to like engage in that way. And he was like all in. Well, come to find out, you know, of course he was unable to come to any sort of agreement to meet up with this young lady because it wasn't the damn young lady. Right. Um, Right. He ended up finding out that a gay man. Okay. In where of all places, South Africa, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damn. 
damn equal for spooky season. Oh, a gay shit. man is a South African gay man. Okay. <laughs> hey, scam him. Now, I know we talk a lot about, you know, Nigerian scammers and things like that. And, you I'm know, just picturing so. them meeting up. This is why I can't. <laughs> now, wow. <laughs> You know, gay community, oh, we got balls. Gosh. We like balls. We got them. Okay. And so, him going up against a Nigerian scammer, gay, gay shit guy, goes here. I mean, this is really like, you know what I'm saying? That's who I was catfished by. Yeah. Who? Gay shit goes here. Yes. <laughs> you and the, int- the whole internet. Yeah. That look, another, another XD exclusive, actually. <laughs> Look, Dustin, do you know have you do you know no, this account? I don't. It, you don't know it this don't matter. It's just oh, a no. gay man oh, no, no. that was no, popular. No, 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 no. We're gonna Even do this right I now. Him. We're, we're gonna do this right now, real quick, just because there are key things that Dustin needs to know about with this story. Okay, so we don't have to go over the whole thing, right. but long story short, uh me, XD were friends, uh a bunch of other uh, friends before no, well, I ain't say we was friends with him yet, but me and XD were friends before we were friends with Crystal. But me, XD, Kia, uh, Gordy, a bunch of us, I guess I shouldn't blow up everybody's spot. But anyway, mm-hmm. we were friends with Gay Shit Goes Here. That like, was, the handle that the was his handle. Gay okay. Shit that goes was his here, handle. Yeah. So we used to talk like online all the time. Like we were just always like just talking online. Then we exchanged phone numbers. So I'd be on the phone with this thing when I'm at the store. Uh, XD went on a trip and he was supposed to meet up with them, but then didn't because he just kept making up excuses as to why he couldn't be there. So the XD was like, now I'm starting to wonder if he was there and we didn't know he was there. But all I know is one day I went over to XD's house and this nigga says, this nigga's a catfish. I'm like, what? Or whatever the term was. He was like, this nigga's not real. Because I don't even know if catfish was actually out there. But I just remember he broke the story <laughs> and I asked nigga straight up. And the nigga lied to me. He emailed me a picture of like a, like a blank screen or a black screen. But then he released a statement. A statement. I'm, I'm not going to get into all of this. I'm telling you all of this because the, after uh-huh. he released... Go ahead. I don't remember. I don't know what this shit is. Fuck him. <laughs> after he releases the statement... Crystal materialized out of nowhere because mind you, I didn't know who she was. We were all just Twitter niggas mm-hmm. and existing in our own circles until we got added to each other. So she releases a statement uh, talking about this nigga hit me up and he said that these niggas are mad at him because he's not some light skinned dream. Da, 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 da. But like, we don't give a fuck that he's not light skinned. He just not who the fuck he said he was. <laughs> like, it was a whole thing. So the first time I met Crystal, when she opened the door and rolled her fucking eyes, that's why I had an extra like, bitch, you the same bitch I had issues with any fucking way. <laughs> so it was like really exposed to the first time me and Crystal met for a bunch of reasons because it was loaded from but the But where y'all have been on the same side if she was saying that he was a catfish too? It, well, she wasn't. So he, after we called, after we found out what happened, you know, we was like trying to figure out what to do. So I guess he had to do damage control. And since Crystal was still like popular in this circle of Twitter at the time, he reached out to her with a whole bunch of bullshit and a sob story about whatever the oh, fuck reason why he decided him. to cap it. Or she, well, she didn't even, she didn't believe him. She was just passing information okay. along. But because she, I didn't even know who she was to pass the information along. Because we, yeah. we had been friends with him for so long. It was so fucked and up. And y'all had like so a whole little after. crew and I knew him through yeah. y'all. Like, and so when it turned out he wasn't who he was, I was like, that it was all XD's fault for breaking that story. I wonder XD where he is on the I, internet now. He might Probably still somebody look. else. <laughs> I try not to think goes. about it. I that's like really do you remember to... black? Was it black emo thought? Remember the name? That was another oh Twitter that scandal, name. and and that was supposed to be this like 
activist girl that was going hard on Twitter and she would even tweet about like her vaguely yes and she would tweet and and was really popular I think it was black emo thought I I feel like that's the name and years passing she would tweet about her period and like cramps and girl shit and have like girl group chats with fans and stuff child turns out it was a whole man (laughs) Wow. Uh, years later, a whole man. And he released wow. similar. He released a statement with a photo shoot, y'all. Oh, no. Oh, no. A photo shoot about Now he did a reveal. <laughs> he did. Now- it was like a big thing. I had never engaged with him, so I wasn't like a part <laughs> of that. But I just remember everyone's shock at this man being like, I want to be my real self. Like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> what about the guy with the and hair? And the daughter, remember? <laughs> remember that nigga, the nigga with the big yep. hair? And that daughter, yep. they used to take them dumb pictures. They would be doing like this. They, they had the natural hair community yeah. in a chokehold. In a chokehold. Like, bad. <laughs> well, now bad. the pictures are dumb now that we Didn't know. Did he sell oil? Yeah, now I'm looking <laughs> back. Afraid. They, they, uh, Dustin, they did their big one <laughs> with that one because goddamn. Goddamn hair. <laughs> like him and that I daughter. Never I blame that it, kid but... too. <laughs> No, don't blame the kids. I ass just too. saw Ty post a picture of him literally yesterday, and on the <laughs> caption was, "I hate this motherfucker." <laughs> I swear to God, I said I saw Ty post a picture. They said anyway. that girl, and then okay, it's been so many. Remember the couple that is, is that big Twitter oh scandal? God. They had on those Mets jerseys, and they were like taking a picture, and the girl, the face was blurred out. But then people didn't <gasps> find out the motherfucker was yes. Mayor Artist. Remember that. Um, Yo, Twitter is just—it's just the place, nuts. right? So <laughs> we see examples of this catfishing that I'm talking about today mm-hmm. more and more, Plenty. right? But in this yep. case, this motherfucker was pissed. Okay, um, he his grandmother she wasn't at ninety; she was eighty six, um, and he was literally fo- that he was living with, and he was literally fooled about it. Well, according to the Daily Mail, or excuse me, according to the Daily Mail in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a common thing that these scammers do. We know they use images of women that they think are attractive to fool the targets or whatever. Um, well, he, he would speak on the phone to this lady regular as he thought it was a lady regularly. He would speak to her <laughs> and he sent her pictures of his private parts. Like I said, um, and wow, they never met what in person violation. or spoke via video. They only talked on the phone. Well, prosecutors um, of the case, because something happened that he was prosecuted for. We're going to get to that. But prosecutors of the case said that when he found out that his lover was a gay man, he shouted out, grandma, it's a gay. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this in the court case? <laughs> I fell out when I was going through the research and I seen this. I was falling out. The Daily Mail said, "Quote that the prosecutor said, said Grandma, it's a gay. I hate gay guys.' <laughs> now that's not Imagine funny. Imagine him reading this out in court. <sighs> but I have anyway, Jimmy duty too. <laughs> so this motherfucker, uh, he's again. He said that he had fallen in love with this woman, and it ended up coming out that he was obsessed with the failed internet relationship and the deception so he really mm-hmm. had a hair up his ass almost had a <laughs> but anyway, he really had a hair up his ass a wild hair up his ass for Please. this case this situation because he was Who so wouldn't? offended especially a rural Michigan dwelling 
mobile home resident white man. The gay South African scammer. The judge, you talk about not sticking to the rivers and lakes you used to, <laughs> baby. This in this case right here, this was an intersection, wasn't it? And so <laughs> he literally Ooh, became obsessed with this, um, this case, like I with this situation, like I said, and he saw red. So according to the FBI, this is from FBI.gov. Um, this gentleman ended up stalking the real young lady. Whose uh, picture it was. Oh, no. Right? Oh, no. Oh, that no. sucks. Oh, that sucks. The FBI says that this gentleman's primary target coming. for revenge was the man that had duped him. But since South Africa, and this is according to FBI.gov, so this is official language regarding right. this case, right? They said that according oh, no. to um, him, South Africa was too far away. So using circular logic, he went after the woman. OK, he knew that she didn't have anything. The woman in the pictures that he was catfished by. He knew that she didn't have anything to do with the romance scam, but he believed that she bore some responsibility. Insane, right? That don't make me insane. Like, Hit it, Cypress Hill. <laughs> insane in the membrane. Did, insane but did he in the think brain. she was in on this scam? No, no. He literally just said, because that's what I was waiting he for. He said that in his mind, the mere fact, and again, this is official language from FBI.gov, okay? So this is what happened. Say one more time. FBI.gov. <laughs> they said that in his mind, the mere fact that those photos were used indicated that she was somehow responsible for what had happened to him, Okay. But read the part right before that too. Right in Again, circular logic. No, right before uh, that he, because that's it. The mere fact that those photos were used indicated that she was somehow responsible for what had happened to him. That's what he said. Because I thought he said he knew that she oh, had yeah, nothing yeah. to do with it. He knew but she he didn't not, have anything to do with the romance scam, but he believed she before bore some responsibility simply that, because that of the photos scary. of her. That's like, some insult like he shit. knew she didn't have it, but he was just like, mm, you know what? Well, since your picture was used, you owe you're me something. And you're, the only, and you're probably what? the only person he can get to because he ain't going to find that scammer. So someone got to suffer. Right. In his eyes. And he ain't he ain't have the boss to go over to South Africa because, baby. OK. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to say how they would have got him, but they, they, <laughs> they would have been the flogging and shit. Anyway, caning. You remember caning? <laughs> I remember what it meant to cane somebody. This is anyway, just a mess. So treat him like Cersei. This guy again. He was an avid internet user and computer gamer. Right. He was determined to learn the woman's identity, so he conducted an extensive search online um, and used real hacking tools. So he went to the black market. He said, "That's black man did it. I'm going to the black market to get this white woman." That's what happened. <laughs> so eventually. If you're black. No, <laughs> so reverse, reverse. Anyway, so um, eventually he was able to hack into her email account. The woman in the pictures, right? What? And he compiled detailed personal information about the woman and her live-in boyfriend, as well as their extended family and friends. So that's right. So um, no. armed with her address, right? Brian Curtis Heil traveled to San Diego from Michigan in 2011, intending to kill this woman and her boyfriend. Okay? What? He had her address. He purchased a bus ticket from Michigan to San Diego. And fortunately, his family started sensing that something was off and this nigga was planning something up to something. Like they said, he was an avid gamer and he was always on the computer. So they probably was already watching his ass anyway. 
You know what I'm saying? You that old talking to somebody online and playing games and sitting in that mobile home. It's just, you know, it's fitting the profile to a T of a motherfucker that would do something like this. I'm, t- I'm this just saying. Great. No, I feel you. So his family started smelling something other than that home. And they knew that, you know what I'm saying? Something was going on. So his brother ended up tipping this off. Right. His brother ended up tipping off uh the police he went to find him after somebody after somehow tracking him down after he left right according to the fbi affidavit uh it says that his intention was to quote kill a slut end quote and he wanted this young lady i'm not going to even say her real name but he wanted this young lady to suffer a quote slow and painful death oh my could you imagine he had a list of names addresses telephone numbers and other personal information and individuals that he intended to kill right um there was also a section of notes that he had that read supplies trench coat rope duct tape mace chloroform knife plastic Mm -hmm. zip ties he also had notes that said make certain all info is up to date and accurate Uh, and he said I'll know where to go and who to go to and what they can do and not only did he plan to kill the young lady but as I mentioned earlier he also planned to kill his her her boyfriend as well so his brother tipped the police off the police were able to find him um, in San Diego and they got to him um, he was tried and he was found guilty by a jury in San Diego on two felony counts of interstate stalking. So that's something you guys need to be aware of. You can get a, a motherfucker for it coming across state lines to get you. So Shit. interstate stalking with the intent to kill, injure and harass. Um, and only afterwards did this full story come out. So the FBI said that the woman was a victim twice because actually prior to this incident of this man trying to kill her back in 2007, when she was 18, she took these pictures of herself in a bikini and like a, um, and some lingerie and uploaded them to photo bucket. And her account was hacked and over 200 images. Oh being my circulated. God. I remember photo bucket. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. This lady, um, her pictures ended up used advertise upon ended up used, excuse me, to advertise a bunch of porn sites. So this oh, was the second so time fucked. she experienced like some online wow. crazy shit or whatever. Um, and they and when people catfish too, they don't take any time to consider the person of the in the image they're using, you know? Because mm-hmm. I told y'all I had a man message like he sent me a huge email one day super pissed and was like you were supposed to meet me da 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 what the fuck happened and I'm sitting here like what and you know you get a lot of weird emails so sometimes it's like shit that don't really make sense but this person just like kept messaging me and then he was like in my DMs and I was like okay I have to see what this is because he was just startling me you know like it kept escalating so when I Talked to him. He said that he had had a online relationship with me for months, and shows me the number. Does he had received tons of pictures? But obviously, it's easy to get pictures of me because yeah. I've been online mm-hmm. for how fucking long now? Yep. Um, he showed me the Instagram account, everything, and I went to message the person, and they blocked me. Of course, of course <laughs> they did. First thing they did was block me. But I could see that they were like following a lot of men. Mm-hmm. And so I guess someone just thought it would be fun to just like use that, which is silly, but also like, girls, you could put me in some shit because if he's yeah. thinking that I played with him, 
What if he saw me somewhere mm-hmm. and came up to me? Like, you don't consider these things. And it's really fucked up. It's very it's dangerous. dangerous. It's super there dangerous. There needs to be an, an internet responsibilities class or something integrated in the schools for, like, the younger kids Etiquette, as they grow older. Right? Mm-hmm. Just because... Etiquette, yes, simply because a lot of people, they log onto the Internet and it's just the Internet. So a scammer might be like, oh, let me just Google this or oh, like, oh, this is perfect for this. Just pulling things, thinking, oh, it just exists on the screen, not realizing the impact it can truly have. This situation uh, in your situation, perfectly terrible examples, because that's awful. Should be more that Anybody would just see you and think that they have access to you. Or use your likeness to just bullshit around and not realize that they're playing with other people's emotions and how crazy, and how crazy. people can get yeah, behind that shit. Especially over being rejected. Like you've seen case after case of how people act after rejection. And so Especially I a think weirdo it's just a sitting very, on the internet. Yeah, it's just a very dangerous <laughs> game to play. And even more escalated than that, I feel like I mentioned it on the show years ago, a photographer, you know those creepy ass fucking mm-hmm. photographers that use their sessions to mm-hmm. get girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. He told a bunch of girls in Atlanta that he was shooting a campaign for me and was scouting natural hair women and used my name. And so girls, of course, being like, oh my God, friend, like, yes. Saying yes to him, by the grace of God, one of them messaged me and was like, I feel off about this. Do, are you really connected to this thing? Because she said he's talking to her kind of weird. Y'all, I lost my shit. I know <laughs> I, you did. I like, couldn't I even... Yeah. The thought of him hurting mm-hmm. young girls and using my name to do mm-hmm. it. Like, y'all don't even know the yeah. shit that that put me in. And it's like... God, there need to be more laws. There That's all absolutely I have to say. needs to be some laws. And I'm on board with Asante with this one. I think that there should be some sort of formal training in public school systems um, to support navigating the Internet from a morally responsive point, responsible yeah. point of view. Like the way we had sex ed. Sex ed, driver's <laughs> ed, all that. Because I think mm-hmm. that we're the last... Um, cycle of people or the last generation really for the internet to have just been the internet. Now that people are born into a world where social media is is hugely um, influential to the their daily lives, it's different and it does have a an increased value. It wasn't shit but the internet for us, so it's easy for me not to respond yeah. to comments or to be Literally dismissive of whatever, but mm-hmm. the people who, who are born in these times they do need that sort of training that Asante mentioned. So I actually support that. And there should be laws and strict laws, actually, to prevent this to kind of shit. That training this, that's received. And to, to, to tap the ass, so to speak, of people who do shit like that. I agree. I feel yeah. like I should have been able to, like... Prosecute him. Send, yeah, like the photographer yep. should have been in trouble for that mm-hmm. shit straight up that girl that was using my likeness to talk to men she mm-hmm. should have there should have been some consequences or guy, like whoever it how, was or whoever right whoever it was because yep. that's just like it's just too dangerous you can't play with people's likeness there should be some some type of consequence and the problem is there isn't yeah and the yep. same way that um they do with revenge porn now mm-hmm. like where men used to post pictures after breakups like the way that there's laws now and it has cause it to drastically drop they need to do the same for catfishing that that needs to be a course catfishing revenge porn uh, they maybe they ain't got to call it that but like they need to discuss like screen time and accessing devices appropriately because to your point dustin 
these kids are born into devices. Mm-hmm. Like when oh, we yeah. were coming this up, they know. yeah, you know, you was hot if you had a cell phone, but you know, we really didn't need laptops. You know, we had the them big ass TI Texas instrument calculators. You know, and we these were kids we have iPads mm-hmm. as babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they yeah. have iPads as babies. The iPad can be used as a fucking computer by some people. So it's like, what? I yeah. agree. Yeah. So this gentleman, he ended up getting sentenced to five years. They caught him a mile away from her home. Not oh enough time. In San God, Diego. Y'all. That's yep. more defying. Yep. He was jailed. So it's just a cautionary tale. Um, it got Oof. a little dark and I was all right with that because it's October and we're supposed to be talking about scary shit. And what's with scary? the rise of incels, though, that's yeah. scary to think about. You know? Absolutely. While Doja Cat got that goddamn shirt on. <laughs> That's another she thing. Let's go on and let chats. me go on and give Doja Cat a, a, a piece real quick. Doja Cat, <laughs> you got a lot of motherfucking nerve. First of all, because with your platform and as many, she Doja Cat's song "Paint the Town Red," which you know I'm going to attribute yeah. um, the dark context of her most recent offerings to her artistry. I'm mature enough in my lens of or and in, in, in my palette when it comes to entertainment to attribute this angle and this 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 creative choice um, to her artistry. Right. As opposed to an expression of some sort of dark side and, and behaviors that she has. But she's not making it easy with her support of these motherfucking Nazi weirdo motherfucking abuser ass yeah. people you know that <clears throat> couple with this weird ass shit she's doing with blood and fangs and all that shit like uh, enough okay <laughs> I've had enough of this Doja Cat and her album is good it's like that's my thing just make good. music and that's chill the fuck thing. out oh yeah. my god but anyway so a cautionary tale this week you never know who you are dealing with so please be that's careful so that you don't end up sleeping with a goddamn enemy season. Um, much love to Raishandra. I wish her all the success in the world because I think she's smart and funny. Um, and I don't want her potential future in whatever area she wants to occupy to be overshadowed by this mess. Okay. And this bullshit. So just watch, keep your eyes open. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be, um, openly, uh, uh, vulnerable to this sort of harm and, and fraud and dishonesty um, by being careless with your choices, you know? I'm not saying it's your fault, but keep an eye open like the song said. Keeping one eye open, still clocking the holes. And with that, <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> and when you first said Brian and a catfishing case, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all saw the other case that went viral this week where the guy was dating two women openly, like they knew about each other, but then they met like they crossed paths. I think as one was leaving, one was coming, <laughs> some shit like that. And so they got to meet and it was like awkward, you know, because it's like, oh shit. It's one thing to know you're dating other people. It's another thing to see them coming out the house. So long story short, the one of them becomes obsessive and starts and tells him after that day, like, let's get married. Like she texts him, let's get married. Like she's trying to lock it in. I'm not trying to play these games. So it's calling his phone, emailing him hundreds of times a day. She just, something in her snapped, essentially. And then the other girl and him were kind of, kind of got closer because they were like, shit, she's stalking the both of us because she was doing it to the girl too. And they got really close. And then he kind of was like, I got to cut her off. I don't think she's handling this well, you know. Come to find out that girl he got closer to had killed that woman that day and to cover it was sending him messages pretending to be her from her phone 
emailing hundreds of times a day, sending herself emails. So it seems like the girl was stalking the both of them, but she had murdered her after she saw her coming out of his place. And this is months of her pretending she's getting closer to him. She's using this as a way to bond with him. They're both freaked out, got the police involved. Like, oh my gosh, she's like threatening to kill us. And that poor woman was dead this whole time. Is that not the crazy? That's the story I thought you were going to tell because it just went viral Mm. this week. Hell no. Crazy. Like, you want to talk about be careful dating? That ain't even a catfish. That's a barracuda. (laughs) God damn. What the fuck? Is that not the crazy? Like, when I talk, you want to talk plot twist. I did not see that coming. That's insane. And I know he must feel sick because it's like, I'm thinking this one's the crazy bitch, but the real crazy bitch is in my house bonding with me. Oh my God. That's scary as fuck. Oh that my is God. so scary. And people are crazy. Every time you think you I'm have sure. a handle on, you know, dating? social engagement and dating, <laughs> you hear some shit like this that makes you shutter the windows. <laughs> okay. I can't believe this. Crazy wow. shit I heard. Mm-hmm. But be anyways, careful, y'all. Don't get nothing careful, on you. Y'all. That's it this week. <laughs> Element helps everyone stay hydrated, all right, without the sugar and other dodgy ingredients that are found in popular electrolyte and sports drinks. Now, Element is a zero sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research revealing that optimal health outcomes occur at sodium levels two to three times government recommendations. Pay attention, y'all. Each stick pack delivers a meaningful dose of electrolytes that are free of sugar, artificial colors, and other dodgy ingredients. Element is formulated for anyone on a mission to restore health through hydration. Okay. And it's perfectly suited for athletes, folks who are fasting or folks following keto, low carb, whole food or paleo diets. Now, the Element community includes award winning pro athletes, Navy SEALs, health experts, business leaders and Olympians. Okay, so Element is championed by family's chief health officers, the family member who purchases most of the groceries and therefore influences the family's nutrition. So whoever is running things usually picks Element. And we have some exciting news at the Friend Zone to share because grapefruit salt is officially a permanent flavor and is now available year round. So that's right. The days of rationing down to your last stick pack are over. Keep that summer feeling going as long as you want because grapefruit salt is here to stay. And as a listener of this here Friend Zone, you can try Element 2. Get a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase online at drinklmnt.com slash friendzone. The Element sample pack includes one pack of all eight flavors so you can find your favorite and best of all element is risk-free they have a no questions asked refund policy that's the kind i like if you don't like it give it to a friend and you'll get your money back guaranteed try element today go to drink lmnt.com slash friend zone for a free sample pack with any order this segment is brought to you by target and black beyond measure it's that time of year again to bring the hbcu energy Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash BlackBeyondMeasure. And of course, Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality featuring Chef Jade, Dr. Takia, and Fran. Let's bring in the motherfucking wind chime. There we go. Bring in those wind chimes. So y'all know I've been talking lately about my... St- I've told y'all that my stomach, I feel like anything I eat 
mm-hmm. has been upsetting. Whether it's healthy, whether it's trash, whatever mood I'm in, everything I've been eating has just been really upsetting. I'm like, okay, am I having mm. digestive issues? Like, am I having, you know how you'll develop allergies too. You yeah. go in and out, mm-hmm. I should say. Some allergies you had as a kid, you grow out of, but then you get new ones. So I'm like talking to my naturopath about it. We're trying different things to see what's going on. I'm just not feeling well. But I noticed that when I would talk to my friends about it, they were also experienced. Like, there's really not too many people I've talked to that weren't like, yo, my shit too. Like, I feel like everything I eat is upsetting. I'm always, right, always having like belly fires. And it just feels like, doesn't matter what it is. They just don't feel good. Like something feels off. So of course I started looking into it because I'm like, there's no way that we're all experiencing this. And and I think you can deduce just like common knowledge of the food in our country. Especially when the, you do. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> that there's, you know, a lot of digestive disorders mm-hmm. are on the rise because you got to think about it. Our food is super high in carbs, so much refined sugar, toxic seed oils, which actually showed up in my blood. Um, my naturopath mm. said she was like, when you eat takeout or at restaurants, a lot of times they cut corners with seed oils. You know Sorry, what I mean? Fran. No, it's <laughs> they were bound to come on the show. You know how we do. Um, processed foods, because obviously a lot of times that's all we can afford, mm-hmm. um, low fiber, low in nutrients. But then you got to think of like inflation. A lot of us are just doing what we can for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I try to eat organic and I do shop at like um, this spot called New Seasons, which only sells what's in season, which helps. That's you know, cute. with your Isn't it cute? It helps because, uh, you know, whatever you're grabbing, your stomach for the most part, will agree with because it's actually in season. There's a lot of gastroenterologists, like there's an assistant professor of internal medicine at the University of Cincinnati College of Medicine, mm-hmm. Al Kader or Kadir. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying your name right, sir. <laughs> He's been doing a lot of studies and talks on the fact that a lot of us also don't chew properly. And it's something that I'm being more mindful of, like how that can really affect your gut health. Just not. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not into the mic, please. Just not Not chewing enough. A lot of us are very distracted, too, when we eat. We have discussed this on the show before. Like you're watching TV. You're on the phone. You're FaceTiming. You out with friends. friends, Y'all are laughing. Yeah. So it's like the food isn't the focus a lot of times. Usually you're distracted and the food is just like there in front of you. But trying to be more intentional with chewing the food down so that the enzymes can break it down in your body. Just like being more mindful. A lot of those that those are a lot of the tips that he was giving. Obviously, paying more attention to your diet. We know what to do. We we can talk about diets till we're blue in the face. You know what you should be eating. Well, how are you chewing? 
Cause I just be, yeah, I just be like, you know. I mean, there are people that don't. You've never seen someone eat and it's like they didn't chew and they just swallowed the meal. I did see a video the other day (laughs) of a guy that literally ate a whole Popeyes biscuit. Did y'all see that video going on? Yeah, he is a prime example. He did not chew. Yeah, it just he he swallowed the whole dry ass Popeyes biscuit. Look, it done made your throat dry. Look, look, (laughs) I said that biscuit's in my throat because he just swallowed the whole. There are people that really legit just don't chew enough. Um and not, and also I people always on the rush like too, you know, like people rushing, trying to squeeze in meals in between certain schedules and certain things and flights and da da. Mm-hmm. Not to mention a lot of us are traveling for work. It's just a lot of factors that um contribute. A lot of eating at night too. Mm-hmm. Eating very yeah. late at night. Which is That's something that I've had to work on because sometimes my day will get away from me. Mm-hmm. And yep. then I'll be like, shit, I shouldn't go to sleep yep. without eating. Like, cause I know yep. I'm gonna wake up with a badass headache or just like not in the best space, you know, mentally. And so I'll eat, but it'll be late. I love eating. I'll get at a night. belly. <laughs> I <laughs> you do. Get belly I love fries. late dinner dates. I love that. <laughs> But I went to an apothecary or an herbarium, you know, where they have herbalists. <laughs> Not that type. I ain't even heard though, of that. Because, I know, like, man. <laughs> this is me traveling. I know the, the TSA was like, hold yes. up. <laughs> What's in that sack? But I went to an apothecary herbarium, you know, those spots where they have like the big mason jars full of herbs. Uh-huh. I know those <laughs> spots. Remember, we went to one together, Asante. Remember, dinner is dope. <laughs> The fact that both of y'all's uh-huh. eyes got low when y'all said that. But I mean, well, you know, I suggest mm-hmm. while we, you know, work on our diets and all the things that we know we should be doing, one thing that can provide relief is drinking tea, hot teas, herbal teas, herbal blends that focus on your gut health, right? So I went to this herbarium and I asked, I talked to the girl. I was like, listen, I'm. Uh, like every time I eat, I just feel like my stomach is unhappy. It doesn't matter what it is. What herb blends do you have that focus on like digestive ease, you know, and and like tummy soothing? She gave you the and ginger she, ale blend. <laughs> <laughs> That's at the black spot. <laughs> so she she gave me this blend for those of you watching on Patreon. This is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Something See, soothe. Does it say lemony soothe? It says tummy soothe. Oh, okay. I think it's so cute. So let me tell you what's in it because I'm sure obviously herbalists are going to create different blends based on their knowledge and just whatever they feel is best. But maybe you can ask at your local spot for them to make one similar or just get whatever they have to offer. Because at the end of the day, herbalists, obviously this is like their craft, their license. They know what they're talking about. So The one that she made me, the tummy soothe, this blend is when you're already in the discomfort, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're feeling it. You're like, fuck, my stomach doesn't feel good. Let me drink some tea. So there's lavender in it, Mm -hmm. which when I looked it up, it increases. Asante, you're smiling and I don't know why it's cracking me up. (laughs) I had to text somebody about some of the things we discussed today. I was like, I don't know who you're smiling at, but it looks And plus, you know, you're talking about an herbarium (laughs) and I just keep thinking about that word in my head too as I enjoy my (laughs) Lavender, which increases, right, the mobility (laughs) of food within the intestine, which is very helpful. We have chamomile, which is a digestive relaxant. It prevents 
prevents mm. right it prevents the formation of gas we have marshmallow root which the mucilage mm. even just the word right i didn't even know marshmallows had roots <laughs> <laughs> the mucilage, which the word kind of sounds how it looks, mucilage. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, what is, coats, the mu- what is like snot? Right. It's that, right. It's not. It's, it coats the inner lining okay. of the stomach and esophagus, protecting it and preventing the burning sensations that you can feel sometimes oh, when okay. your stomach is upset. So think of all these things working in conjunction. You have like the snot that's coating. You have the chamomile that's making sure the gas ain't cramping you up. And then you have the lavender that's, that actually stimulates the production of gastric juices and bile. So that helps the food move. So it ain't just dry sitting on the side of your organs. Then you have fennel, which stimulates the secretion of digestive juices and enzymes to improve your digestion. Then ginger. Juices secreting are usually a good thing. It is very helpful to make things move. Yeah, baby. And then you got (laughs) ginger, which every black household will tell you to go eat some ginger when you're not feeling well. Ginger. Reduces intestinal cramping That's actually what ginger is good for It has a carminative Mm -hmm. effect Which means it expels gas And decreases like the pressure on your sphincter And then you have peppermint I love peppermint It's actually one of my favorite teas (laughs) (laughs) Peppermint is known to calm the muscles of the stomach And improves the flow of the bile Mm -hmm. Right? That the Mm -hmm. lavender created Which the body uses to digest fats Mm We have papaya leaf, which is fiber, mm. straight up, just keeps you regular. They actually have papain, like in papaya, and that's what breaks down the large proteins. I thought you was joking. <laughs> I thought you was saying that the papaya helped with pain. I, so I thought you were saying people that also <laughs> papain? have papain. I thought I'm you was like that cheesy. talking shit. I'm <laughs> not that cheesy. <laughs> well, it was going to tickle me. I was going to laugh. I'm telling you that. <laughs> The pain and then slippery elm, which is a uh, reflex stimulation of nerve endings, right? In the gastrointestinal tract, leading to increased uh, mucus secretion. So all this, imagine all these herbs are basically just in your belly doing the damn thing. You're dealing with the pain. They're all have different roles to play. And then they come together to help your, your tummy literally feel soothed. And I have been drinking this mixture for about a month now. And let me tell y'all, clearly it's not solving anything because its job is just to provide relief. Right. While I figure out what's going why on. Why food and, is making mm-hmm. me feel this way lately. And so I know there are a lot of people that are dealing with the same issues because like I said, anyone I talk to about my stomach, they're like, girl, me too. What the fuck is going on? So tummy soothe. You know what's funny? I even saw like, Drake had renounced that he's taking a break because he's having stomach issues. I'm not bringing him up to relate. I'm just saying because he said that, I saw a thread with a lot of people being like, what the fuck is going on? I'm having all kinds of autoimmune issues, you know, and digestive, digestional issues. Some people just got a shit now. I'm just gonna tell you, some of y'all need to just go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't who yeah, we're talking to. Yeah, but a lot of to. people don't really eat right. things that even help 
with shitting yep. and mm-hmm. eating regular. A lot of people is stopped up. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality. Backed so up that's and the jacked t- up. <laughs> that's the tummy <laughs> soothe. I'll give y'all the the ingredients again quickly. Lavender, chamomile, marshmallow root, fennel, ginger, peppermint, papaya leaf, and slippery elm. That's for the tummy soothe, right? The slippery elm is what makes it come out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <A> slippery elm. <laughs> And then she also made me this tea called Digestive Ease. Ease for friend. I love that. I mean, my favorite word. That's your homegirl. You must be making (laughs) small talk. (laughs) We're like friends now. See? The Digestive Ease is a daily uh, tea that's almost like for prevention. Okay. You know what I mean? So the other one is when you're in the thick of it. This one is like, I'm just going to drink this daily. To keep you out the thick of it. To keep... there you go. Mm-hmm. So she so mm-hmm. she gave me both. What's in the digestive ease blend is angelica root, which is gas gastric acid production. As a result, digestion can be balanced. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I just thought about Dustin when you said Angelica, but he didn't say anything, so I'm fine. I'm Gen- being mature right now. Jen Shaw. Jen Shin. Remember when There's she- this root called gentian root. Mm-hmm. It's spelled G-N-T-I-A-N because I know mm-hmm. people are going to ask. And it's a bitter herb. Hey, yo, and because it's bitter, it <laughs> makes you produce more saliva. And the saliva, <laughs> Dustin, you know what? Because it just blew me away. I wasn't talking about... <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is I literally was having oh, an eye-opening <laughs> moment right there. And I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And it- producing more saliva mm-hmm. helps the stomach acids and digestive enzyme production. Exactly. Stomach acids yeah. or stomach comma acids comma stomach <laughs> What did you say? Stomach acid, <laughs> not okay, acids. Okay. And then we have cardamom, which I actually love. Um, the menthone in it helps alleviate gastrointestinal now, problems. Now, this guy menthol, I'm telling you right now, black people going to love this. <laughs> you said the menthol in it. Menthone helps oh, with menthone. flatulence. So if you're feeling like you're very gassy and bloated after you eat, get you some menthol. You need some cardamom. Fennel, Ugh. I already mentioned, Ugh. secretion of digestive juices. Ginger, I already mentioned, reduces cramping, right? Mm-hmm. Calamus, inflammation of the stomach lining. Calamus focuses on the inflammation to reduce it. And then Ceylon cinnamon is an antimicrobial. A lot of the shit we're eating, who the fuck knows where it mm-hmm. came from at this point. Like, so we just have a lot of issues with the, with the food <clears throat> supply. It's also anti-inflammatory. And then lastly, the papaya leaf, which I mentioned earlier, is fiber. I so, want to go to your herbalist. It is. Okay. I mean, it, honestly, New York has a lot of I want to go to dope. your herbalist. <laughs> when I come to Portland, we're going to do that. That's going to be on our, right. our list of things I, to do. But that's why I think people should consider talking to herbalists and going to these herbariums and apothecaries because you can just tell them what your issue is and they'll come up with an herbal blend based on their knowledge that will help focus on it. You know, is it going to fix it? No, but it might provide relief. And you know what? It might fix it depending on what your issue is. So I don't know firsthand, but I remember one time when I lived in my other Brooklyn apartment, Mm -hmm. I went to one and this dude came in there. I don't know why I even went in because the guy he was talking to me said, so let me go in and support, you know, black business. Anyway, the dude came in. He was like, hey, uh, I need that that blend again. And he was like, oh, OK. <laughs> so like when the dude left, he was like, 
that guy comes back every couple of weeks. He's got an issue. But, you know, we <laughs> all men, issue. right? And so when he said that, I was like, I'm going to put two and two together and think that this Erectile. man is here to get treated from Viagra for... Tea. Uh, look, I don't and know. Not only was he buying Viagra tea, it was a Viagra tea. <laughs> look, I told you them Jamaican spots be having them juices and stuff too. Okay, so, he, so what, definitely like, honey packs? like yep, yeah, like the yep. gas station joints. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the blend once again for the digestive ease: mm-hmm. angelica root, gentian root, cardamom, fennel, ginger, calamus, Ceylon, cinnamon. I know some people are like Ceylon. It's C E Y. L-O-N. Ceylon Cinnamon. It's a cute name. And I'm also saying it very New York. Ceylon. It ain't Ceylon. It's like it's like your Ceylon. son. <laughs> Ceylon ass came Ceylon. on from school today talking about, <laughs> you like those Ceylon? Do you like them? Okay, then let's get this. <laughs> Ceylon Cinnamon and Papaya Leaf. That's the blend for the digestive ease. So jot that down. Um, if it makes it easier for y'all, I'll even write it out. Not the what the the benefits because that's just gonna be entirely too, too much long. Right. But I'll write just, down the blends and then you guys can either have them replicated or just look into what they can make for you. Cause I think herbalists are slept <clears throat> on. Mm-hmm. Like these are herbs and essential oils and seed. Like they mix everything and it's just so from the earth. Y'all let me tell you, I'm telling you, I have had so much relief this month. And it's mm-hmm. just drinking hot tea, which is already nice because it's getting like chilly outside. So it's kind of perfect timing. It's very Fran. Very Fran. Mm-hmm. But I wake up in the morning and I have my cup of tea. Look, for those of you watching. Yep. I've mentioned this. This is my mountain rose herbs tumbler. You can see and through it. Has, it. Yes. Yeah, it so has the, the tea filter in it. And it's double glass, so you can pour boiling water right into it. It doesn't crack. It keeps it oh, warm. Man. Super cute. It's just I carry this with me now. But look into it. I also have to shout out my friend Cecily. Yeah, hey, Cecily. Cecily. Yes. Yes. What's up, Cecily, girl? <laughs> you know she moved yes. to Portland. I told you. Yeah. She right. sure the hell did. She moved to Portland mm-hmm. this summer. So she must not be with, doing that. No. Okay, not yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Cecily. Aunts upwards yeah. and onwards. <laughs> but she is <laughs> <gone>, girl. <laughs> She has she's an herbalist now, which is so mm. cool because I can tap into her knowledge, obviously, whenever I have questions or need, you know, mm-hmm. herbal blends. But she Community. told me to also look into lemon balm, which I also bought when I went to the herbarium and I got this is the lemon balm. Y'all watching? Now, is that like a sad? Yeah. You can actually grow it. <laughs> Remember that just reminded me of that Black episode. Pepper sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the OG Pepper salve Hell yeah <laughs> Oh my god Hard down word Oh yeah Go ahead though for You can actually grow this yourself Very easily Haas was telling me That her garden has been hey, Taken Haas. over By lemon balm At this point Because of how easy It is to grow um, but cool. Cecily told me even just drinking that Every morning Is a game changer So I like that I have like A little kit at this point yeah, of like tummy soothe, digestive ease, lemon balm. I'm sure all those things working in conjunction, it really does changer. give you, yeah, that's what's so up. much relief. And it feels nice too. I know it's a, it's <laughs> the mind body, right. <laughs> if it's the mind body connection to of feeling good that I'm drinking like these mm-hmm. natural herbs, you know, mm-hmm. it's also that feeling but I just wanted to put that out there into your awareness in case you are not someone who's ever even considered 
drinking herb blends. I know a lot of us, when we drink tea, we just like buy the box and throw the packet in and that's totally fine. But sometimes it's nice to drink teas that are useful for the different things that you might be experiencing. It just adds to And the- on mm-hmm. a petty note, right? <laughs> oh, we throwing Trope. it back today. It's cool to see the shit. Inside the like, I've always loved okay. ups yeah. level tea bags. You know what I'm saying? Where you can see all that shit, right? You know, so mm-hmm. this in this case, you can see all the shit in the tea bag, and then it's a whole thing. You know, yeah. I like and that. and and I looked up these benefits myself because I was curious. You know, like mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder why she put these together specifically, and mm-hmm. it's it felt good to know too. Like, oh, this is what this does. This is what that does. Y'all know me. I'm always Friend like, check look up. She's like, all right, now what is this motherfucker? I like her. But I mean, what I did she put know. in this damn? Bread? Yeah, like I was curious, like why these herbs specifically? So she did the damn thing. I think she did a phenomenal job. We have Shout confirmed out to you. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> when you first when you first read those ingredients out, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I, I did I made it the X sound when you said fennel and um you know, cardamom because I don't like the I don't like those like taste, but I've had them in teas and stuff before. <laughs> what? Cardamom. I don't know what that means. I thought you was being a bar. Oh my god. <laughs> cardamom. No, it's you something didn't. about cardamom and like star anise, I think. It has like a licorice taste, I think. Or maybe I've had them together oh. somewhere. Yeah, cardamom for me is a very like fall. You know, like I, that's what you mix yeah. with like nutmeg and like yeah, cinnamon. Yeah, it's very much your, that. Right, yes. right. Does it, it taste like licorice vibe. to you as well, friend? Um, I wouldn't say Not licorice. licorice. It just has like a strong profile of sorts and that's why I think of like licorice because licorice was I so strong do it to me. it's in that like, like nutmeggy family okay. if that makes sense I feel I like, like that's the nutmeg. best way <laughs> but, I, but um, uh, licorice flavored items I cannot ingest no I don't like licorice either, yeah, I'm just gonna throw it right back up <laughs> <laughs> I mean hey so that's digestive ease. Maybe that's, what that's you also needed. believe. No. What is that shit? Is it that? Oh my god! Throw it right, yeah, no disrespect, right. y'all know. I'm just right, thinking. right, right. But if you're considering and look into these, it's something that I think we don't talk about enough. We don't give our herbalists enough shine. They're out here doing the damn thing. Really, just. And, and it's cool because I just popped in there and she literally talked to me for like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. just completely assessing my symptoms. And, you know, we talked it over and this blend was created. So I love they're, they're, they're so awesome, honestly. And I think people should consider going there more as opposed to just like rushing for over the counter. Over the counter is helpful, but I think it's nice to have options sometimes. So mm-hmm. and it's um, affordable. Because these teas last a long time. I only put like a teaspoon and at most a tablespoon of oh, the wow. herbs into the cup. And think of how long, like think of how long this is going to last, you know, if you're you doing know, a I, teaspoon. I'm heavy handed. You know, I order doubles and shit. So I'm probably going to use two and a half teaspoons. To make but a you don't need tea. more. That's the thing. You don't need more mm-hmm. than like a tablespoon. Anything outside of that, you're just doing too much. It's a waste. Yeah, it you're wasting it. No, because <laughs> you know people. Because you know people be reusing tea bags and stuff too. I don't know how strong them nasty. herbs be, right? Because once I mean, it's wet, ain't it waste? I mean, you could do a couple rounds. I do like I used to do like two rounds of drinking of yeah. refilling the hot water, two or three rounds right. depending on yeah, the tea. I've been places where sometimes they'll ask you, you know, would you like more hot water or a fresh Listen, bag? I'm, right, and I'm right. coming from a very much. Um, Brand of fresh naive bread. tea perspective, celestial seasonings and Lipton. 
And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy and time Tazo. tea. Yeah, and Tazo. Tazo. Tea. And the Tazo was an elevation. You know what I'm saying? Tazo is when you're like, Tazo. oh, I'm really in my yeah. tea shit, you know? <laughs> so, you know, that's all I'm saying. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but that's it. I just wanted to put that into your awareness. Like I said, this is the wellness segment. And I'm always very honest about challenges I'm experiencing and then what I'm looking into to help me with those challenges. So hopefully this too will provide you some relief if you find yourself having some tummy fires that, you know, you can't figure out what to do with. So that's it. That's it for this week's wellness segment. Let's jump into Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week, Asante? Well, it is October, so October's very own has released his oh. For All of the Dogs project. Um, yes, a round of applause. Why not? You know, why not? Um, he said, Drake, why not? Well, yeah, because you know, why not? Sure. Um, Drake has released an hour and 25 minutes of music and features and skits. And uh, production hopping and yeah, Adonis, a a, a whole sorts of things. Now, I have not had the time to really sit with this project. I've listened to a bunch of the songs um, just kind of out of order. So I ain't sit with it like in order and really get the vibe. But I did uh, listen to a couple of runs. I will say that the Slime You Out did sound better on the project. I love that song personally. I don't. It's not. <laughs> he said, I, I don't. don't. Look, I, lo- I love both of them individually and together, but not together on this. So, but yet. once I got into uh, the concept of the song, right? Because initially, like mm-hmm. when I first heard it, I, I was I was I wasn't able to like follow it in a way, a way that made it like palatable for me and listen over and over again you know what i'm saying but now mm-hmm. that i've like listened paid attention to the lyrics and i know that it's basically like him talking shit about the women in his life and her talking shit about the man in her life and by her i mean scissor i love it i think it's pretty now so that's where i'm at with it. that's where i'm at with it that's all well good i'm glad it is enjoyed uh, they have a song together and it's i'm glad that they have the song together that you enjoy <laughs> You're like, and I love that for you. Excuse me. No, this is funny because everything is subjective. So, like, nobody is wrong here. And I love that. And I'm only having this moment because I have been having this issue with just creativity and dealing with creatives and just, you know, having room for everybody to do their thing. And I say this because... SZA dropped the snooze video and it's been out for, you know, a few weeks now. Shout out to SZA, shout out to snooze. The shit just keep going. Thing been out for like a year now. She's still going like the Energizer Bunny. Um, I got into it with somebody and I can't even believe I'm disclosing this. Actually, no. Well, we're here now because I'm interested. Okay. I'm not backtracking <laughs> because in. this conversation actually came up a few different times and I'm thinking about it the other time that it happened and that's really funny that happened there. But I was arguing with a couple of people because they were saying that um, they didn't like certain parts of the snooze video. And then I talked about this with somebody else and we were talking about how like, you know, how dope everything about the video was and how we connected on certain things. And so I just love the fact that SZA has like this brand of whatever it is that she is because as I'm watching the snooze video I'm looking at this black woman with uh, this music that's kind of like you know it's black girl alternative but like you know white girls are like because I'm thinking about how all the white girls are out the show singing every fucking word and then you know she's got the love interest like you know, a little bit something for everybody you know the white love interest the Asian Bieber, the black right? yeah so I just like that she 
has so many markets and that she does so fucking much and she can still get on a Drake song called Slime You Out and do that whole sort of thing. That I said all that to say that. So that's why I do appreciate that you like that type of song, even if that ain't for me. Right. Um, so with that said, again, For All The Dogs is out. Drake has a lot of different music on here. He does a lot of genre hopping, which he always does. Uh, even Bad Bunny's on the project, which mm-hmm. I love and Party Next Door, who which friend loves. Um, <laughs> with that said, <laughs> make sure you go check out the project. Tell us your favorite pics from it, unless you ain't fucking with Drake because you heard about the disses first. You know, it's your decision. It's your life. Do whatever you He's want. He's got the internet um, riled up. I'll tell you that. I mean, you know, that's that's the hip hop part of him that's still, you know, doing what he's supposed to do. The hip hop pop, you know. Uh, Dust, do you have any other thoughts that you'd like to show on the project, actually? Yeah, I'm impressed. I see a lot of the conversation going around um, Twitter and other spaces about people's displeasure in the album. And they feel like it's a redundant sound and a redundant um, lyrical um, content, no uh, growth, you know, no approach from Drake. Growth. Yeah, no emotional growth. I don't mm-hmm. care about none of that. <laughs> the music is good to me. I, I don't listen to his music to see how much he's grown and, and how he's progressed as an adult. I want a good damn song that I dance. that I that I like. You know, I want to nod yeah. my head to rap. I want to hear the tone of his voice on the music and I want to enjoy it. And that's exactly what I'm doing with this whole album. So for me, I'm fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? And I really that's my concern. Yeah. All right. Well, for all the dust. Yeah, I love the song with him and J. Cole. <laughs> if you want to talk the about dusting. the tracks, I love the song with him and J. Cole. I love the song with him and Dumbass Sexy Red and SZA. I love the song. Um, I love. I love the song with him and Bad Bunny. Um, I love. Yes. I love so many of these songs. I literally let the whole album play, and I love the way that the first song, the very first song, is eerily reminiscent to Tuscan Leather off of his um, Nothing Was the Same album. The album when he's mm. doing like this, like a little boy. In the air. <laughs> that album. <laughs> he got the intro song is called Tuscan Leather and it samples I Have Nothing yes. by Whitney Houston, but like a reverse or sped yes. up version of it. And the the production on the first track on For All the Dogs is, is strikingly similar to that. And I love mm-hmm. it. Um so hey, I'm happy over here. The happy camp. And that's yes. all and that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I it was definitely very split. I feel like my timeline there are people that were like, I love it. I fucks with it. It's classic Drake. It's not great, mm-hmm. but it's good. It's just good Drake music. Then there are other people that are more on the side of, you know, it's the same old shit. There's no growth, no change. So it seemed pretty split. I didn't listen to it enough. I only caught a couple songs. Um, I don't know. It sounded like Drake to me, but I'm also admittedly not someone that like, knows all the Drake album. Yeah. You know, like I don't I can't compare yeah. it. I'm not that level of Drake listener, yeah. I should say. Yeah. I just know the hits. <laughs> Drake is I I don't want to disrespect him, but Drake makes he's a great even though he's like really up there, he's a great like front runner filler rapper, if you will. What does that Never mean? Mind. I'm gonna say something. I don't know. I, I, I'm i going to that's going to land wrong. So just scratch that from the record. Uh, the one problem that I do have with Drake. <laughs> look, strike that. Uh, the one problem that I do have with Drake and not with Drake, because I don't really know how none of this work. I just know that Rai Rai has an issue. <laughs> Y'all know Rai Rai, mm-hmm. shake it, what's the ground? What Rai Rai, oh, she Rai Rai. did not get credited and she was sampled on one of the tracks. And I just feel like, you know, justice for Rai Rai. People like that, 
that just have these like hits or they're just notoriously known for certain things just deserve like respect. Just kind of like how, like, you know, you just take like how we pay homage to like cult internet things. Like we don't just say it and act like, oh, we coined this new phrase. Like we always be like, you know, shout out to like, you know, October 3rd thing. Shout out to the little girl. <laughs> Even to that. <laughs> we don't just try to take things and make them our own. Like, and I don't like that artists like Rai Rai get left down to the fold when they work with so many people and they do so much and it's like they're just shut out so somebody like drake sampling her and crediting her that's a, an amazing look for her and for him and i just Tying think things shit. like that sucks <laughs> i mean yeah oh, and that's what i'm saying again i don't know how none of this works so look it might be on her and her business i don't know because you know the the khalees beef it feels Look, like because you know, you just never know how anything goes. Look, somebody else might have owned it and they might have right. got credited. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I just want, I just want the names to at least be respected. But if it is like the Khalees thing, which it do sound like, okay. you know, that part ain't none of my business. So well, I did um, see a tweet where Rai Rai says she owns her masters, so could be a very different thing. I'm just curious how that slipped by her. Then you know, sounds like some trickery afoot. Well. Um, I also like the uh, the Rich Baby Daddy track. That's the one I got to listen to um, <laughs> that I could not stop listening not to with Sexy title. Red and SZA. Um, and yeah, uh, go listen to it for yourselves and see if you like it. And if you don't, sorry. Or, you know, still much love and respect. Just don't go tweet nobody being crazy because that's crazy. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, airing tonight. So by the time you listen to this, they will have aired so we couldn't have talked about them. It's the 2023 BET Hip Hop Awards. Oh! know that uh, what mm-hmm. yeah and actually they're happening at the Cobb energy performing arts center <laughs> which is in Cobb county and uh, that's where summer walker had did her uh um <laughs> like one night only series and i'm very upset that i didn't get to go Boy, see she was like so I'm pregnant oh no that was the wireless festival <laughs> <laughs> Oh oh <laughs> I love Summer Walker, like, but you remember She was like, y'all being so nice. I love that video. I love that video. That performance. I love her. I love Summer Walker. In the green. In the green. <laughs> Oh my Wait, God. did you see the video of her in the studio? She was doing the little Kim dance. She was like, me in the studio about to talk about someone's mama. Yeah. She, was like, <laughs> <laughs> she had a big Mary J hat uh-huh. on. And she's just so funny to me. Like, I can't wait either because that music fit in the hit, baby. What? I hate being that Man. person, but you know it is. <laughs> I almost wore my still over a t-shirt too, but I wore Caliucci's instead. Okay. I ain't mad. Um... <laughs> There is also a cipher that's going to be happening and a, ver- a versus, but a versus, a versus. but not versus because it's the cipher. Oh. It's team Timbaland. Yeah. yeah, it's Team Timbaland cipher versus Team Swiss cipher. Interesting. There's going to be uh, people representing. I don't know how it's going to work. Again, all of this will have aired, so I'm not going to lie to you and act like I've watched it. <laughs> so, Dang, versus but, just died for real. That's crazy. And a part of me died I mean, with it because I'm mad as hell. Like, I know people were sick really of died. it. People were sick of it, but I thoroughly enjoyed versus. It. it was so fun. I, I think enjoyed. it got, I think it got too moments. big. Not too big. I should say they were trying to polish it so much that it lost like the it essence. It became intimidating yeah, for some. Yeah, like the stage. Once they started doing the stage and it's a concert, I don't think they need to do that. 
But it does to my I like, like that. that. I think I like it took away from the fun of it. To me, it the fun was fun. seeing them in their damn offices in their house or in the studio with bad Wi-Fi. Like that oh, yeah. added to it. I like the it I like the event. It. I like the the way they produced it into an event. I mean event. I can see that too. Yeah. Me and Mandy went. Shout out to you girl. We had a great time. Like, I would have gone to the D'Angelo one, him versus mm-hmm. himself. Yeah, it's a concert. How bossy is that? That's some shit Lauren Hill what? would do. Oh, That's excuse some me, shit I Mary to J. My, Miss Lauren Hill. Mary, Mary J. Blige said she just put her shit on and walk off. She said it. She said, I can just put <laughs> my album. shit on and walk away. So I put the My Life album on and walk away. I was Talk like, shit, Mary. <laughs> Mary said that. So she said she ain't never doing it because she don't get the point of it. I get it. Work, love you, But Mary. yeah. Shout out the verses. Well, a good time was yep. had. A time was had, and we will get to relive some of that magic, I guess, or Kinda. a different version of it <laughs> with the team ciphers. Because there are artists that are listed in this performance. I mean, their performances listed are artists, artists, artists performing <laughs> listed, and some of them have uh, t- whose team they're on under it. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, a lot of people are going to be performing. Um, them franchise boys will be in the building apparently, oh. which you know warms my heart and soul. <laughs> Along with you know uh, more uh, recent people like Fabio Foreign and Gloss Up, which who also warms my I soul. Like Gloss Up, pretty ass. Right, she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's so cool too. Hell yeah. yeah! You want to talk about bad bitch? <laughs> like I, that's what I think of when I look at her. Uh, Maya the Don, sexy mm-hmm. red, Scarlet, uh, Spinderella is gonna be spinning, and again, uh, Swiss Beats and Timbaland are gonna be doing the cipher. I'm just curious to. I'm. I'm I just want to know what this is gonna look like. I just want to know watch. who's gonna win. What everyone's gonna look like. Um, there is there are red carpet pictures out by the time we're looking. Bow Wow is wearing shorts and I just want to get out of here. Are they still celebrating oh, sure. 50 years? Yes. Like, is that going to be the thing? Okay. I'm not sure if that's so. I don't know what they did for the award, but I, this is the year of the 50th. Right. Yeah. So I'm curious if they're going to get in their tribute bag, what that looks like. Yes. Um. So th- they are going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Okay. I figured. And then it's telling me who else is on the red carpet on this, this uh, press release. So yes, it's, oh, it's Aaron at 9 p.m. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Well, I'll catch it on the DVR. <laughs> well, so yes, the BT Hip Hop Awards will have happened. Hopefully, you all have watched and enjoyed. And yes, that does it for the artist submission portion of this. Now we can move into the songs to play. And you all can tell me who you've been listening to because I would like to know, Fran, especially since you've been in transit. All right. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know if you had you a little playlist for the go. You Boss know. lady, she was on the no, road, you know. baby. <laughs> Y'all know I be on my podcast shit, but I do actually have songs to play. Did y'all ever watch the sex lives, sex lives of college girls on Max? You already know where I'm going. I always wanted to, but I did not. I always wanted to. Though it's a good show. I felt like it was a show I would like. Do you think Absolutely. it is? I think you would have. It's yeah. really funny. Everyone's funny. And at first I was like, am, am I like, why am I watching a show about college like, girls? Yeah, but it's actually really fucking funny. So okay. there's an actress on there who actually left to pursue her musical career. And she was so funny on the show. So I'm actually sad that she left because she really was like the character I liked. <laughs> she was just so G. Oh, her name is Renee Rapp. You've probably been seeing her a lot because she's been on the Terrell show. She was just on Jay Hud's mm-hmm. show and they sang yep. Dangerously in Love like mm-hmm. as a duet, which is and let me tell you, Renee Rap, 
Yeah, I she ain't my girl felt- though. She sounded real. She ain't I my saw girl Scotty up. Beam tweet that. I, I was like, nothing. stop. She sound, but she ain't my girl. <laughs> like, it's cool because we ain't gonna act like Jennifer Hudson ain't Jennifer motherfucking Hudson. Period. So it's a shit. Yeah. Nothing else you know, to Everybody prove. got their off day. That's cool. <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> through seeing her, at first when I saw that, when I heard that she left to pursue music, I was like, oh, interesting. But then when I heard her, I was like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. She is a threat. She's so talented and i haven't felt this excited about a vocalist Mm. because i get excited about songs and i get excited about artists but a vocalist that's that's like a very different world i feel like we don't really hear a lot of those nowadays to be honest well we have koi (laughs) laray i love you so much friend (laughs) so and why did she release that video now? But anyways, <laughs> to be so bad. The irony that this and, song and is called "Talk Too Much." <laughs> is <laughs> but she reminds me of when I used to listen to um, Z100. Mm-hmm. You know how mm-hmm. we used to get in our Z- mm-hmm. white radio. Shout out to the white radio we episodes do that we again. used to. We do. 99x. Okay, so Renee Rap puts me back in that space of being that angsty teen listening to like Green Day and Mm -hmm. Sheryl Crow and just that bag and Bush right so this record is called Talk Too Much Renee Rapp That's off of um, an album she dropped called Snow Angel. It's actually a really good album. It has. So we got got two actors that sing Coco Jones and Snow Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. It's 12 songs, 36 minutes, which is crazy. These Mm -hmm. songs are just getting shorter and shorter. Um, You know what's what's funny? She was on um, Watch What Happens Live with Mia. And um, I just remember. Yeah, no, I don't know why, didn't. but I just remember liking her vibe during the whole interview. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, all the housewives to get put paired with her, so like, you like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like the orange starburst, the orange starburst. And also, <laughs> when she was at the VMAs, uh, I forgot when, like, she did I one like of the cutaways the from when they were hosting. <laughs> I ate her. Okay, the yellow one. Well, you got lemon balm. Oh. It's KB so. <laughs> Oh no! It's the yellow one, the I'm one so nobody imagine. wants. Me. <laughs> anyway. Um. 
but yes, give uh, Renee Rap. It's Renee R E N E E Rap is R A P P. I really would like for her to go into R and B, but you know she got to do mm. what she wants to do. But I love when I hear her, especially if you go on the Terrell Grice show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, mm-hmm. like I said, she was on it, and you know he has her singing like everything, and Black, I'm just yeah. like, girl, give us R and B album. Maybe she will, cause she can. Yeah. She has the vocal ability. This song is beautiful, but she I feel like it don't even too. showcase. She really does. She seems super cool. Niggas will buy it's her time shit. We had like, a new Tina Marie around this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need a new Tina Marie because what's old girl's name? Renee. No. Oh, who? the other white girl that they thought was going to be Tina Marie, but she's not. She's talented and successful, but not Tori. Um, Kelly? Tori Kelly. Kelly. She's black, uh, though. Wait. Tori Kelly can <laughs> yeah. And she's black, so never mind. She's black. Yeah. But we yeah, need a white girl. Black. We need this Renee Rap girl. We need we her. We do. The way we feel about um, Haley from Paramore. Paramore. Hell yeah. Yes. But check and out Renee Rapp. She are Cindy Lauper. We need a <laughs> Tina Marie. Okay. <laughs> we need a singer. Yeah. So check her out. Um, I also want to shout out Aaron Ray, who we love on this show. Yes. His cute self. Right? Clap it. <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is dro- he just dropped a new record. Um It's gonna wait so long. And this is how it goes. Completely underrated. Last one, I finally gave Georgia Smith a chance. Okay, fine yes. as Georgia Smith. She's so beautiful. I, I was really uncomfortable with how mean people have been to her online. She's so beautiful. Um, Why they been mean to her? Because she's she gained weight, and you know how the internet is with their oh, fat phobia and yeah. men posting pictures uh, like, damn, boo. you know how it is. So I hated it. Um, not Niggas saying that, that that's what like inspired me. Let's like talk come on, about it. bro. So she wouldn't um, fuck with you anyway, Carl Winslow. At, Go okay. ahead, though. <laughs> it's so true. It's like because I cannot. But, I hope you don't listen to the show. Imagine he's sitting there with his newspaper, like. Well, hopefully, <laughs> Reginald Bell Johnson listens to the show. Carl Winslow was the character, so that's why I felt like it was safe for me to say that. I know. You know what I'm saying? I actually think like, about actual Carl too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me pull her up. So I had mentioned on the show a couple of weeks ago that I. She's one of those artists that I'm familiar with. I know like mm-hmm. a lot of her hits, but I don't know her albums. Like I've never sat and actually mm-hmm. 
listened for real to Georgia Smith. I know she's very you popular. You was fucking with that other song she put out before yes, this. Yes, the dance record. I thought yep. I was super excited about it. And that's really what inspired me. Because I'm like, okay, I fuck with this. Let me listen to the rest of the album. And then now I fell mm-hmm. into a Georgia Smith rabbit hole. And a lot of you had yes. actually messaged me saying, no, 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 give her a chance. She's very avocado. But yep. it sounds good. Like, it's good. So <laughs> I love a song called Greatest Gift on her new project called Falling or Flying. It's really, really pretty. There's actually a lot of pretty songs on here to choose from. But this mm-hmm. is the one that I felt most called to. Mm. This is how it goes. You're the greatest gift I found. My time with you is everything. All you do is make me proud. You've got a lot to unfold, but you never give it. And surely this is love. You are worth it. I promise to make sure you'll never fall far from your grace. I hope that you know you are never too far. Your purpose I hope you receive it wherever you are I'm so thankful I've got you You got me, I'm still right Ain't that pretty? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah It's just a beautiful record She sounds great It's just pretty I love like it Like you want to whine <laughs> and I love the the lyrics. You know, I think nowadays because the world feels so heavy, I'm like paying much more attention to lyrics. Shout out to Cleo Soul speaking the lyrics. Yes. Right? Yes. But yes, Georgia Smith, greatest gift. Those are my three for this week. All right, Dustin Ross, what have you been listening to this week? This song is is on my playlist. <laughs> and it's called and that's Uh-oh. awesome it's on my playlist and it's called all in my head because i saw a tweet about do you have a playlist and i was like mm-hmm. of course this song is called all in my head by josh k and jeremiah yeah. is this love or is it all in my head all in my head all in my head is it love or is it all in my head all in my head, all in my head Sex game good, was it? All in my head, all in my head, all in my head Sex that good, was it? All in my head, all in my head We've been nice, sitting on my lap Working that push, got it so tight Yes, the song's for you to play when you're doing that. Okay. Um, also, this song is called Noted. This song is called Ready by Trey Tracks featuring Lotto. Yeah. yeah. Trey Tracks, I think we got one. Lotto, let them know. These bitches ain't really like that. It's trap season, bro. I'm on stage with it in my purse. A bitch play, put it in a hearse. Put on a shirt, check a bitch like a clerk. And I almost write it better than my verse. Yeah. I'm on stage with it in my purse. A bitch play, put it in a hearse. Put on a shirt, check a bitch like a clerk. And I almost write it better than yeah. my verse. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, I really rap. Put my city on the map. Say it with your chest so they can aim right where your titties at. Hefty bitch, you rapping really whack. I ain't no fan of that. You ain't really like that. I know where your writers at. That she won't reply to that. Smoke on, hide from that. I won't even clap back. Just pull up and clap back. Bitch, I throw it back. And in the morning, make them flapjack. 
Facts got him having flashbacks. Fell asleep in it, he took a cat nap. Y'all talk, talk to me while you in it, I need feedback. I might let him hit it from the back on his kneecaps. If a bitch thinks she took my nigga, she could keep that. This pussy addictive, I know that he gon' try to relapse. Yeah, so that's that. And then the last song I want to play, shout out to Lola Brooke. Like I said, I had the pleasure of um, inter- interviewing her or whatever at Culture Con. So this song is by her. It's a single from her. It's called So Disrespectful. I Hopped out the knee, so I switched it to the back. If I take a nigga, he ain't never coming back. I plead the fifth, fifth, he talking about sacks. These 42 shots, 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 feel like a bat. I tried to tell these bitches cheating niggas don't look good. Come on now, you know a bitch always look good. I need a G5, driving with next six. The Frank stand 24, go catch it. I ain't never keep up with the rest, dude. Running in the mad niggas, skinning vessels. Sending out men in all black to press you. Oh my god, I'm so disrespectful I ain't never get fucked, but I get fucked My nigga have a good time holding my wrist up Cause had duffels in the shuffle more than Trilla Zombie land demon Tommy oh, Michael Drake, Hopped out no. the knees on, switched it to the back If I take a nigga, he ain't never coming back <laughs> so That's so disrespectful <laughs> I love the Brook brand is insane <laughs> And I love her <laughs> And that's it for me <laughs> Amazing, actually. <laughs> she is an amazing wonder. It's the rain. <laughs> I'm just so grateful. Um, all right. Uh, a few songs that I would like to play. Uh, first song that I'll play, I've really been feeling a little Tekka as of late. Okay. Lil Tekka dropped a new project called Tech, and this song is called Gist. Here we go. Nigga just he on some shit like he just has a, a, a whole little tecca because it's like I want to say little nigga but that's what I always think when I say it. I'm screaming. It doesn't sound that way when I say it because that's what I always think. So, oh damn! I shouldn't have said that on here. Anyway, Park. I wish I had a nigga. Remember that? <laughs> wish oh I had, had a nigga. Really, really made me laugh from like my belly. Woo. You know what? Uh, uh, Dustin, hold on to that Dolly Parton for just a second. I'm gonna play the, my last two songs, and then I'm gonna play something really ridiculous because Dustin wanted me to play it. Oh, um, God. ATL Jacob has a song called MF Problem. Here we go. <laughs> Bitch, please. Yeah. I told y'all little niggas not to move. And they told me not to rap. I guess we're doing what the fuck we wanna do. Fuck them. Yeah. 
Ayy, fuck this beat, fuck your life, and I'ma fuck your wife. And let her stab you in the back with my fucking knife. See how shit went left, that's why I gotta fuck her right. And drop her off at home and let you go and hug her tight. Got everybody like who mans is this? He sneaking like a panther is off cannabis. The beat dropped, then you like that, we can dance to this. And do the lips looking like you drunk a can of piss. And then you finding out what the fuck a anthem is. I'm an industry philanthropist. Got rapper mad, at least they knowing what a tantrum is. And they feelings, but they work. Than the cancer is. That's why I go beast mode and set the studio up to blaze. Cause I'm in heat mode. I watch you break the G code. I push the nigga. So, yeah, that nigga snap. Uh, speaking of snapping, last artist I'm gonna play um, that is an actual, that is uh, real. Uh, Connie Diamond, speaking of I real. Love Connie, Connie Diamond, Diamond. The Bronx's yes. very own, has a track that she put out earlier this month, or actual last month. It's October now. Um, it was called Get on Ratchet. She just dropped the remix. It's Get on Ratchet with Jen Carter. Either way, go check out Connie Diamond, whether you listen to the original or the remix. But, you know, support both artists listening to the remix. But support Connie Diamond and listen to the song any damn way. Ghetto and Ratchet, if you want to look her up, it's Connie Diamond with two I's, D-I-I-A-M-O-N-D. Oh, Connie with I-E, by the way. I guess I have to spell that all out. C-O-N-N-I-E-D-I-I-A-M-O-N-D. Yes, because she's Bronx. That would be so funny if it was spelled C-O-N-N-Y. I mean, yeah, it's spelled like that. <laughs> you, like, There's you know, I don't someone know. out there. And it's funny. Look, it just, it's just funny. Connie. Because <laughs> <laughs> imagine thinking, like, that's so dumb. No one ever spelled that name like that. And then someone's like, well, yeah, actually, it's dumb. It's just funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know you funny. don't, but I'm just saying it. Because it, it does seem like, why would anyone ever? But anyway, i.e., Connie Diamond, Ghetto and Ratchet. Here we go. But I'm sorry, little baby, I live in the bro. My bitches is ghetto and ratchet. Need this shit to get lit with a matches. Don't be wanting no smoke till I'm passing. If it's static, like a paddock. Automatics. When I'm pat my side, I ain't shaking my hip. I'm just nigga sure I got the blick. Up in the traffic, shit got a kick. You dip, he dip, she dip, we dip. Stunning on niggas that ain't in my bracket. If you want the cookie, gotta tax it. All of my exes wish I was average. Snap that pussy, got him like a lad. Let's get it. How we move? I'm in tune with the trappers and goons. Bitches would sleep, I was hitting the snooze. Yellow tape, I put a bitch on the news. Like, I be lining these niggas, they fool. You fall in love, you be sending him nudes. After I fuck him, I'll give him the boot. I be hiding in the tucky, he think I'm his boo. Wanna fuck with a baddie, the baddest. But I'm sorry, little baby, I live in the bro. Yeah, so that's Connie Diamond. That is Ghetto and Ratchet. And that is the last song that I want to play officially from the Music Man segment. Um, I want to play an unofficial additional track because TikTok put me onto some trash and I shared oh, with the, uh, these two uh, before. <laughs> there is a Nollywood, and actually, I looked this up really fast and I don't remember all the details, but it's a Nollywood film called White Hunters. Apparently, it's an older what? film. And the, the film is I'm now sick. renamed. <laughs> it's now renamed uh, something else on YouTube. I forgot I the name, but <laughs> right. It's like, it's like bad girls or some shit like that. Something mm-hmm. like that. But because the, there was another TikTok that saw that this TikTok trend had caught on from this song and they explained it. They were like, I can't believe this is hot now. I watched this when I was younger. So it's crazy that y'all watching this. But this particular track um, if you want to hear the song that I'm about to play so I can give this information beforehand, just go to TikTok and type in Whitey Whitey Nollywood. <laughs> this song. I can't believe you're playing this. Whitey, 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 Whitey. 
So yes, ignorant. That was the snippet. Ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whitey, whitey, yes. whitey. Indie yes. white. I, I did grow up watching is South Park. Is so what? <laughs> 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 what they talking about? Oh um, my god. Yeah, I don't know why that happened on my TikTok, but I decided to share with these two, and this one decided yeah, I to share with you all. I want to know what you were watching on TikTok that made this aggregate in your algorithm. You know algorithm. what? I just honestly. <laughs> I swiped. I was just swiping up, and what it actually showed me because I I just sent out the short version of it where people are like recreating it. It was a clip from the movie where a woman was chatting with the white man on the computer, and uh, I guess she was you know trying to link up with him. And this song is playing. They showed a white man driving through the streets, I guess, of Africa, trying to get to her. And it's, the song is playing. It's like, if you're black, nothing for you. If you're white, something for you. Like, so it was just like, it was like watching if you're this white, is good. Exchange. If you're black, you're like, wrong or some Oh, shit. my God. Yeah. It, it, it's and a crazy, crazy song in a crazy world. But yes, that is what my TikTok ends, is, closes is out. damn near all in Spanish now. I liked a couple of like comedic Dominican videos, mm-hmm. and now everything's in Spanish. Bueno, I'm like, God damn, <laughs> I don't know what's happening on the other side anymore. It's all right, you don't know what them, the, them bugs is doing over there. It's all Spanish. Um, so. <laughs> That does it for uh, I love you, Bad Bunny. Since you said Spanish, um, that does it for the Music Man segment. <laughs> it's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products, alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Whether it's homecoming or brunch with the girls. Add an exclamation point to the menu with Ghetto Gastro's Waffle Mix and Syrup and Slutty Vegan's Tasty Dips. Even better, make it a party with fun games like Lyrically Correct and Culture Karaoke. Discover more ways to tap in or founded products for your next social gathering. And by the way, did you know Target is bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge, a creative competition pairing HBCU students with Target mentors? Keep an eye out for Target scholars as well a scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Season two of Illuminating Intersectionality brought to you by Target's Black Beyond Measure, hosted by myself, Fran of Hey Fran Hey, Dr. Takia Robinson and Chef Jade of All Jays with the Getting Grown podcast. Season one was incredible. It was so good, actually, that we turned it into a podcast. And season two will be coming to a headphone near you. <laughs> Tune in and check it out. When you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek a cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from nine to five before exploring with ease from five to nine because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. 
This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Now we get to go on to TV land. Hey. Dustin Ross, before I pass it on to you, can I just give someone flowers very, very quickly? <laughs> I, yeah. I, what has it got to do with me? <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> I mean, it's your segment. I just want to do just do it really fast at the top. I don't see what you're asking yeah, me it, for. It's a t- it's a, it's, it's, it does have to do with TV, but I know you're not okay. watching the show. I ain't no but shit. You, but <laughs> that friend of the show. Hell, I guess. I don't <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. Well, I, don't I just know. very quickly wanted to, I just wanted to quickly shout out uh, Parliament uh, on Twitter, Michael F. Williams. He directed the last episode of The Changeling, oh. which was... Did you watch that episode, Fran? Are you caught up? You- I am not. <laughs> well, I was just talking about the uh, the actress that plays Lakeith's mom, Adina. Oh yes, she's iconic. We were just—I was just—we were me and someone, uh, a few different people, were having conversations about how she just always is somewhere in some shit doing some shit, and then on this latest episode, uh. She was herself yet again, but like in a stunning way. And it was amazing watching it because right at the top of the episode, I took a picture of it, too. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. At the top of the episode, you see his name, which is really fucking cool. So just to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's me right there. I directed the episode. I'm like, oh, really? That's awesome. And then you that's the shit. Right quick. Oh, cool. Oh wait. oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry, I took, you know, I had to catch it. Michael Francis Directed Williams. By. That's fire. What a that's gotta feel crazy. What a yeah. high. <laughs> I would put that on a the t-shirt episode, if that was me. Just walk yo, around like mm-hmm, that was me. Like those this episode okay. didn't center around uh <laughs> oh god. It didn't center around Lakeith or uh the actress that plays uh his partner or whatever. It was centered around the mom, all of it holy. And oh, it was just amazing watching her and her journey of sorts, the shit that she was going through. Because you know the changing is already crazy as fuck. Yes. So you can only imagine, back. you can't even imagine what the fuck you about to get into or what you about to see. Because it kind of like brought some stuff to light, but it still left me with some other shit. So, you know, very true to form, very perfect to go in the collection with the series. Right. Um, shout out to you. This is amazing. Michael F. Williams. All right, Dustin Ross, please take it away. If you're Lakeith, nothing for you. If you're the mama, <laughs> something for you. <laughs> Uh, you know, listen, I'm really excited because we're coming up on the season 10 premiere of Married to Medicine, as well as the season yes. 8 premiere of The Real Housewives of Potomac. So Yay. both of those premiere on the same night. I'm so ready. Look around, Dom. Yeah, I'm ready to see Karen Huger do Me what too. she got to do. That's um, my girl. Yeah, baby. Season 8 <laughs> premieres. Season 8 yes. premieres November 5th. So, um, I want Karen to come on the I show. Do too. She'd be a great we time. We should reach out to her. She'll do it. Oh my God, could you imagine? She would be, a, she would be an amazing person to just talk to about anything. Like, I would honestly. be down, actually, if that, she would that be That conversation down. could go so many different ways and be amazing in whichever way I can say go. I want to talk about Surrey County. Okay. Oh, Surrey yeah. County, because I want to know what their succession plan is. I loved her spinoff about her family. But anyway, November 5th, the show premieres. Um, there's an hour and 15 minute premiere that begins at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Bravo. Ooh, and then at 9.15, the season premiere of Married to Medicine comes on. Now, you all know 
how much I love the Married to Medicine show on Bravo. I had uh, also, I think, of note about that night of television on Bravo is that Real Housewives of Potomac is the first franchise of the Real Housewives series to have eight to have four original cast members from season one who have maintained full time status um, up until the eighth season. This is the first time that's happened. It's unprecedented. Normally, they didn't drop like falling like dominoes by the end. Some people come in by seasons two and three or whatever. But this uh, franchise in particular, Potomac, has four original housewives from their first season that have lasted until season eight. So that's remarkable. You got to say it like Nicki Minaj, Ashley Robin, Giselle, and Karen. Uh, Karen. And it it is literally remarkable that that has happened. So in addition to that, though, Married to Medicine comes back that night, like I said, and they've had Dr. Jackie, Dr. Simone, Toya Bush-Harris, and Quad set out one year and came back one year as a friend. So those three have lasted since season one, and they're in their 10th season. 10th season. So wow. it's just something mm. to note about these black women in reality TV on these ensemble casts mm. that we've loved and supported for many years. And you also know that um, those cast members over at Married to Medicine, Quad Webb, um, even though she left for a year and one year she was part time, she's been there since season one. Um, mm. Her, Dr. Heavenly, who's been there since season two, Dr. Simone, Dr. Jackie, they're making money. They make a good probably eight nine hundred thousand dollars a season probably a million dollars at this point yeah and you know those potomac you know that those so that's why it's noteworthy that these women have been in television that long this ain't no this ain't no five thousand episode you know what i'm saying this is like the big leagues of reality television so just watch all that no big story behind it no uh shocking expose to get mm-hmm. you to tune in i'm just encouraging you all to watch um sunday nights are about to be a great night of television if you're a bravo fan and if you love the real housewives of any city and of course married to medicine it's going to be a good sunday night of tv um starting at eight o'clock on november 11th sunday no- or excuse me sunday november 5th at 8 p.m so just want everybody to tune into that in addition to for sure in addition to watching love and marriage huntsville which was incredible this week if you are into love and marriage huntsville this last episode was good <laughs> as hell the town hall about the expo or as Letitia says the espo yes. no, i was you know i love Letitia, but that should be funny the espo I am a yeah i'm a yep. big bitch <laughs> it was good uh marceau was up to his antics the scene between him and melody um it was they were verbally jousting with one another and it was exciting to see Um, so just watch it that's it just watch it and if any of you have anything to say about TV the floor is yours if not I'm ready to get the hell on down 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 I just want to say I got caught up last night and I watched Basketball Oh I did too let's talk about it it's a new season New season and it's, a, it's new a new franchise, season and, baby. <laughs> and it's which all caught me what? Off, a new franchise? Which, which caught me Orlando. way off guard. Oh, I didn't know okay, until for whatever reason I get random emails about press releases. And when I saw the email, I was like, what the hell? Wait, Orlando, wait, baby. What are we doing? So it's centered, like a completely new cast. Completely new cast centered around Megan James, who we know we were originally introduced to on Bad Girls Club. She then transitioned to Basketball Wives LA and she was good on there. But now she's leading the Basketball Wives. Orlando franchise. However, who's her her basketball husband? Um, some guy she kicking it with. Yeah, you oh, know it ain't okay. you know yeah. somebody. <laughs> she just but okay. 
Yeah. There's another young woman on there named Morgan Bledsoe, who was the ex-wife of mm. a basketball player named Eric Bledsoe. And she's the one. She's the one Ooh. to watch. Morgan is oh. the one. Yep. Her okay. stories, her reactions. Maybe to I'll everything. jump in then since it's just started. It's it just, just kind of easier yeah. for Fresh. me that way. It's new. And as far as the original Basketball Wives is concerned, which I'll never call it Basketball Wives LA because it's not. That was a separate show. This is straight up Basketball Wives at this yeah, point. Yeah, not that they got. And yeah. with this it was cast. good. It was good. Yep. It was a great premiere. There's a young lady on there. Named Vanessa, Vanessa Ryder. Oh my God. And she is. But, oh, sorry. She <laughs> is. <laughs> I can only imagine. She is. Her hair looks like. You ever seen anybody oh wear a God. ghost costume where they put a sheet on she and cut like the She looks like she eyes? belongs on Mob Wives. Her, yeah. hair, her hair hangs just like a ghost sheet costume <laughs> oh hangs. God, but then there's so a cute. short bang at the top, um, coupled okay. with very heavy. Um, what's it called, friend? The shit that goes around the edge of your eye. Eyeliner? Eyeliner. Very, very Liner. heavy black eyeliner mm. and um a a sunken disposition. So her shoulders almost a sunken you know, just, disposition. That mm-hmm. is this week's mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> a sunken. She has wow. a sunken disposition. <laughs> and she is in uh, like magic yeah <laughs> she is she's tough to watch that Vanessa Ryder she's tough to watch on a show full of a lot of um, challenging viewpoint moments she is tough to watch um, the aesthetically uh, her voice she is fidgety She's not when she sits in scene with people, she doesn't look at them when she talks to them. She looks over here. So you like you see how I'm not really looking at y'all right now, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying what I got. She's like that. Mm. She's like that. Uh, she is a. Uh, she, <laughs> you know, what's crazy. Can I just really look this scene? like she's <laughs> weathered. If I if like like, she, like okay, that's weathered. Accurate. That is accurate. No, I want to see who this lady is. She what looks like hell? she's been in high winds and rain and hell. Like she What's does look more. Vanessa Ryder. Mm-hmm. Ryder, like mm-hmm. R I D. <laughs> the fact that y'all both Bas- hold on basketball wives. Vanessa, Vanessa. Ryder. Uh, which she one? Uh, what is, is again? No, Orlando. Vanessa Ryder's from the original cast. She's not a part of Orlando. Oh, She's on the cast with Evelyn, damn. Jackie, and Just like that. Uh, Jennifer Williams. Oh, they threw Brittany Renner on oh, there. Oh, it That's is Ryder, the way I said. Let me see. You'll know it's her because of the bangs. <laughs> For those on... <laughs> No, it don't yeah, look, that's that's no, her. On, on camera, it looks worse, oh, far worse. But she even on there, like, um, who was that girl that was so popular? Cat, cat stacks. She looks like cat. Well, I shouldn't say that. In this picture, she looks like that cat. is a cat stacks uh, hair. Uh, that's the cat style. stacks. Yeah, that's the, the cat stacks. Look, the cat stacks costume. She looks like <laughs> to Dustin. Dustin said the costume. I'm done. That's what she is. So, you know, it's tough to watch that one, that Vanessa Ryder. Like I said, she's tough to watch. But um, it's good. It was a great first episode. um, And it kind of made me miss the original Basketball Wives. And I think that the show feels like they have pushed the reset button in some way. It's like Mm. all the ladies are participating in a way where they're not, not, they don't have an assumption. You know, usually when people have been on a show like that for that amount of time or a show that's that 
culturally ingrained, they start to show signs of like an entitlement, a sense of entitlement or like an arrogance that may, that takes the fun out of watching the show. Right. Meanie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but 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 <laughs> on this cast, for some reason, this scene, it feels like they had some sort of conversation with the women on this cast because they're all actively participating and it just feels new. It feels fresh That's and it, cool. it, it doesn't feel stagnant like you would assume it would this deep in the game. It's been 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Over That's 10 crazy. years, I think, at this point. Yeah. See, they were sisters. Okay. <laughs> no, but that's it for me, though. Asante, if you have any words, I don't know for the basketball. Wise. They added Brittany <laughs> yeah. Renner, which I find is interesting. Brittany Renner. To add to, yeah, to add to them, like freshening it up and oh, wow. like adding some relevance to the, Orlando too, to the brand. Franchise or the no, other to one? Uh, the original. Oh, got you. The got LA. You. Okay. Yeah. That should be so interesting. That's be entertaining to watch. Is, yeah. We'll, we'll get the engagement going, that's for sure. And there's a big fight yes, on there, will. too. Oh, yep. There's a bra for it all. It was shoes and shit everywhere. On, Somebody Zeus. was walking off with a wig. Very much that. Oh, very much that. So, in case you find yourself on VH1 early, Franny, you want to catch the uh, original franchise, new franchise. It, it's will. the new season. I'm taking Just, it yeah. easy this weekend. I deserve a little breaky break. So, yeah. I watch some yeah. shitty TV. Why not? Yeah, watch, watch a little mess. Watch <laughs> a little mess. Um, last thing I would like to add to this uh, portion of the, the show. Um, Big Brother is happening still. Mm, uh, I have seen a the lot two of black talk. women were put on the block together. Serena and Felicia. Um, hopefully, a veto was used and one of them was saved to backdoor somebody uh, else. Vino. So then they both end up staying. Oh, veto, veto. Oh. The veto is to you and XD should do yourself. a bonus episode or just an episode on on um, our Patreon talking about it because I always see him on the timeline talking about. See, he's more invested than I am. He's gonna know Should more than I know. Catch up, brother. Yeah, because I mean, so I mean, no, I'm caught up. But I, like, but the thing is, it's the show and it's the feeds, and it's two separate things okay, happening. Fair. And so he's gonna know about the feed stuff because I ain't been on the feeds, and the feed stuff is where it's real. That's like, oh, like, I mean. Like right. the way that they be scheming, like they'll show the highlights on the show. So they'll show like, you know, Mama Felicia, she done gone off on somebody like uh, last week. She was on the block, too. And she saved herself because, you know, when they was giving their speeches to why they didn't want to get voted out. She she was like, look, they did this. They've been working together. Like she blew up everybody's game. And then they, they decided they were like, you know what? After she done did that. We might keep her because, you know, now we're looking at the other girl like, you know, she didn't want some competitions. And, you know, she, like and sadly, it was another black woman she was up against. Mimi, I thought you was going to go a little bit farther than you did. You didn't deserve that. But, girl, you know, you was playing a shadow. You didn't have enough emotional ties and connections to get people to, that was that to, you know, to control them and use them. was that iconic lady from Survivor that everyone was excited uh, no, about? No, Seri. Seri is the iconic oh, one. She's still in the okay, house. Seri and Felicia are the two black uh, the black, black mamas that I, I'm rooting for. Seri is the one her son was in the house, but he got evicted. And now I feel like she's able to play a better game without there. her son. Gotcha. Because her son was not the best So player. Felicia is the, the lady with the... the yeah, so she's one. gone... No, Felicia's oh, still okay. there. She survived. The, so Felicia has been on the block four times and survived. Damn. So <laughs> I, we're praying for, because right now it's Felicia and Suri on the block. And as, actually, by the time we've recorded this, something has changed, but I don't know. But the new episode don't come out till tomorrow anyway. But uh, hopefully one of them gets vetoed and a white person goes home. Asante, how do you think I would do on the Big Brother cast? Oh my God, that would be cute. Okay, so here's what do you it. have to consider. I'm, look, I'm going to give you a crash <laughs> course of just what show. you need to I'm know. Like, do it. <laughs> Look, you you you've seen um the UK one with yeah. me on there, and you've seen the clips of yeah. Tamar. I watched All that season. I watched Tamar season. 
All you need to know going into the show is you need to think about how people are going to view you as a threat and how you can lull and ease those things mm-hmm. at any given moment. So like people will look at you and they'll think you're a great guy. You'll make them laugh. But then they'll be like, ooh, he's too social. And then if you are winning competitions, ooh, he's winning too many competitions. So if every now and then, you you know, you don't got to throw a competition, but if you like give it your all and then like maybe you make deals here and there, however you play, you just got to know people are always watching, even if they're not listening to what you're doing. To that point, um, somebody was covering their mouth while they were talking and Matt, because he is partially deaf, one of the uh, people in the house, he noticed that they were covering their mouth because they knew, you know, they didn't want Matt reading their lips. Yeah. So like it was like, you think you're being slick, but you're not. Whereas Sari, the woman from Survivor, she'll be talking through her teeth sometimes. She'll be smiling. She'll be like. Yeah, I don't know about that. So we just have to talk a few or so later. <laughs> and it is the funniest fucking thing to watch because it's so cutthroat, but it's so necessary. And I love to see it. But that is all of my two sisters. You know that brother. was me all day long. I didn't like <laughs> I know that motherfucker ain't listening to me. <laughs> I'll be crying. I saw, some, I saw some dude hollering at, it was a clip of a dude hollering at a WNBA player. And he went up to her and he was like, <laughs> talking to her. I was like, oh, that's so smart. I never thought of that. Like, he talked to her and didn't let the cameras see, see yeah. his mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like oh, yeah. genius. Yeah, because, you know, of course, they all be having to <laughs> show their words. Yeah, People nowadays, but yes. With that being said, for the two black women. That means, all right. That means we are out of here. We love you so much. Thank we you do. for joining us for another week. Especially Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. <laughs> yes. We love you guys so much, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis, 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix.